Yo, 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 skirt bag. What is up, my guy? Dude, for the last four days of my life, I've just been filled with nothing but darkness, pain, misery, and every other negative uh, adjective you can think of. Why is that? Well, the Astros as of, are world champs? Uh, well, I mean, that that's part of it, but also I haven't even thought about baseball I didn't even watch the last game. I've just been so, like, tapped into football and just other shit. Um, But as of about 5.45 today, I found out that the Michi Darko concert that we bought tickets for got canceled because he decided to go go on tour with Joey Badass. Like, Joey asked him to go on his tour in Europe, and he said yes, which, understandably so. But it was just a huge bummer, dude. Double sucks because you can't even replace them with Joey and Micho tickets because it's fucking in Europe tour. I know. I know. I saw that. Wow. I got excited I got... when you said he was going out with Joey. I was like, ooh. Ooh, dude. And yeah, that would have been an awesome show. And I've seen Joey live before. He headlined for, or he didn't headline. He opened up for uh, Logic on his Everybody yeah. tour back back when America, All American Badass dropped. And honestly, I think he put on a better show than Logic did. I caught his last two and a half songs at Rolling Loud. Um, he was there the first day and like, just like I worked half a day. Then we drove there in the traffic and shit caught the last two and a half songs. And I fucking had a great time for those five I like, minutes. Wow, <laughs> I wish I would have fucking been here 45 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so dude, that was just a huge bummer. We were both stoked for that. And then bro, my back is just not getting any better. And it's just making my sleep schedule and just like being awake, miserable. You like I have like, shit. I did. I was looking at like the best back stretches. I was laying on the floor, like you said, it helps you. I've been stretching my shit out. I've been laying on a heating pad while I work all day, just not getting any better. Have you tried rolling it out? No, like, I had do Maggie you have a phone like, roller. No, there's mm-hmm. one at the gym though. Maybe I'll just walk over to the gym and use that for a few minutes. Yeah, I would. I think it'll help. Maybe it seems like it's a muscle thing. It's my lower right, back, like, like right above my butt. Yeah, but it's not like a bone thing, right? Like you said, it was just no. sore golfing. It's it's not like a sharp pain. It's just like it feels like really sore. And like if I sit in like one spot for too long, like it hurts really bad. It starts to hurt. Like it comes in waves. Like not waves, but like it's not like a like a zappy type of pain where like you know it's not a yeah, bone yeah, pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But usually, dude, like it's, I've never had like a back like just like a pulled muscle or something like this last this long before. So I don't know. It's just been making everything I do like really uncomfortable and I'm over it. I'm ready to not have this in my back anymore. Yeah, I bet my dad's had really bad back pain. Um, He got it when they were in Hawaii, like first day there, it was like, Oh, this one in my back, not feeling great. And then it was like second day there, bent over to pick up a water bottle something happened in my back and Mm. now i can barely fucking walk it was so bad dude he was going to see chiropractors and doctors and fucking Kauai, the dirty fucking island like just try and find anything i wouldn't that's like the last place i want to go to a doctor Kauai, yeah isn't that like the most remote island probably yeah that seems sketch it's definitely more remote than maui definitely more than big island and definitely more than oahu and that's like most of the ones that are, <laughs> that are people there, living yeah. on them. Right. 
Yeah, back pain is uh, – I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, dude. It's like – it's just annoying. Like, it's not even like, oh, I'm in – I mean, it is, oh, I'm in pain. But it's not – it's like a manageable pain. It's just the fact that it's constant with, like, every movement of your body is yeah. what really fucking annoys me. I feel me. that. I feel that. I've definitely been there. Um, have have had that many times before. Not many, but I'd say, like, two or three times I've had that where it's just, like, everything hurts. Persistent, and, and, like, in dude, your back, every and movement it's like, you do. You you're so like I feel like it's the worst when I'm in bed. Like when I'm laying still, it's fine. But if I need to roll over, I'm like, how to, like, do I roll? With, how do I roll without moving my back? It's literally fucking impossible, <laughs> impossible, and that's what I need to do. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, dude. That's why I haven't slept like at all this this entire week. Pretty much from Sunday on. Like last yeah, night, I even went to been... bed early to see if I could fall asleep, and I just laid there staring at the wall and tv from like 9 p.m 9 30 whenever we got off xbox is like i went right to bed after yeah and um yeah i just like couldn't sleep because like i couldn't get comfortable and it was like killing me dude yeah my dad's been sleeping on the couch ever since they got back in the recliner um i think he spent like three days he slept in bed three days since they've been home from hawaii he's been over a month yeah, I could totally get that, dude. This whole week, I've been working from my couch outside of, like, having meetings. Like, when I have a meeting, I'll run up to my desk or sit at the table. But just, like, on a heating pad on the couch in a perfectly, like, reclined position for Do you have Sunday. to, like, keep reheating your heating pad? Yeah. That'd be well, cool it's one of the ones you just, like, plug one. into the wall. Yeah, it is. It's one you plug into the wall, but after, like, I'd say 15, 20 minutes, it turns off. So, like, I'll go th- – I'll sit on it for 30 minutes – and my back will be so warm, I won't even notice that it turned off. So then I have to, like, turn it on and wait for it to heat up again. Right. Yeah, I've only ever had microwave guys. The microwave guys are nice because they get real hot. Like, you can make them yeah. a lot hotter. But I like the one where you can just plug into the wall and lay on the couch. Yeah. It sucks that it's kind of buns after a half hour, though. You'd want it to be longer if you're plugging well, yeah. it into a wall. That's the right. thing. So you don't have to re-fucking heat Constant it. Constant power. Right. I mean, all you have to do is click a button four times, but still. Boo. You should beep when it turns off so that I know. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to tell that subtly. We're just out here solving the world's problems fucking six minutes into this podcast, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We started this one pretty abruptly to talk about mango habanero sauce, bro. I fucking love mango habanero mm-hmm. sauce. I think, like, that and buffalo are my two favorites. Like, I love it's- classic shit. But mango mm-hmm. habanero is the best, dude, because it's like sweet, and then it kicks you a little bit, and you're like, "Bro, this is this is mean." Is mango habanero the most underappreciated wing sauce of all time? I don't I know. Think it's, I, got I think it's. I think it's appreciation. I know, but like, it's not like a. It's not like a class. It should be like a classic flavor, dude, because of. I like, think it's just a little too exotic. You think it's the name? The habanero is what scares people away? Because it's not hot. Like, it's not like... I mean, if you're, like, super sensitive to hot no, stuff, you I might find it a little that, spicy, like, but... It's it's not basic enough. Like, if you go somewhere and they have wings, right? Like, a, like not, not a wing place, right? Not wing stop or B-dubs, right? Just, like... Like a pizzeria? A place that has wings. They're going to have, like, buffalo, right? Probably, like, hot, mild, medium, mild something like yeah. that. And then they'll have barbecue parm. sometimes like a honey barbecue some places have garlic parm that's more rare i think than the barbecues yeah barbecues are a classic and maybe like a dry rub sometimes but even that's like not like every single time but then yeah like garlic parm and like outside of that everything else is like uncommon right like you can get out of wing place like wing stop or B-dubs. right 
or or just like random places will have bomb sauces. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like if it's if it's not like a chain pizzeria, they'll have like it's like a small hometown pizzeria. They usually have yeah. Some they might they might have some extra stuff, shit but, going on. But dude, mango mango habanero is top three for me. Easily, it might be. Yeah. it might be number one if I'm being honest. Yeah, I'm telling you, mango habanero and buffalo. Those Classic. are my top three. Top yeah. two. Yeah, and if right I'm getting like bone in wings, like, oh honey barbecue. Yeah, facts, facts. If I'm getting bone in wings, dude, I'm gonna get buffalo or, or mango habanero if that's an option. If not, yeah. I'm probably not getting wings to be honest. Yeah, but buffalo is always gonna be an option, so like no biggie there. Yeah, but I like I don't know. I feel like there's such a difference in like ways restaurants do their buffalo wings. Like some oh, yeah, of them, some, it's like like it's definitely some, hit or miss. Yeah, if I'm not coming up with the sauciest fucking fingers, I don't want them. I don't, I don't want don't that need, dry rub bullshit. I want all the sauce. I don't need all the sauce. I just need good flavor. That's I fucking Austin I Emery that shit and finger fuck my sauce when I'm done. Yeah, give it that old Slurpee Derp three thousand McDeluxe. As you should. Um, Slap it on your mama's titties. All right, here I got right a question for you: Wingstop or B Dubs? Uh, I probably Wingstop. I think so too. I don't and really I fuck with B Dubs. Me neither. I used to when we were in college, but then I expanded my chicken wing palate, and uh, I had Wingstop because there's one in Wilmington, and I was like, "Wow, this blows! This Loki blows B Dubs out of the water, dude." Yeah, I think so. I think it's. I think it's definitely better than B Dubs. I think they don't a lot have as of people many TVs would say they don't up. have their hand in all the professional sports. They're not rigging all the sports. That's true. They they don't have access so to the field sprinklers. So B-dubs will never die. Yeah, B-dubs is like the classic, like most like um, stereotypical like wing bar. I feel like. Yeah, like if just, if you're not if you're not going to like a hole in the wall wing or like bar place like that for food, like the most corporate selection for people is Buffalo Wild Wings. One hundred percent, the most corporate. And Wingstop's probably second. Yeah. But they're like a whole tier below. Yeah, because they're and not like the an actual tier restaurant. Down is like Wild Wing. Wingstop is like the subway of wings, dude. You ever been in a Wingstop? It's literally just like a subway. You walk up to the no, counter, I don't put it in think your so. order. Or like a Jimmy John's type. You know what I mean? Like you don't go to Jimmy John's to sit down and eat like you do B dubs. That's how Wingstop is. Like you don't yeah, really go there true. to sit down and eat, but there's like a few tables. Buffalo Wild Wings, like you're you're usually going there for knowing you're going to be there for a while to like watch a game or, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Or just to grab a bite. Lex and I went in there once after a Mets game to grab a bite. Yeah, honestly, cheaper cheaper than buying food in the stadium, and it's better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Unless you're at Yankee Stadium and get one of those chicken tender buckets. Dude, they're so unnecessary. They're so expensive. Like nobody needs that much chicken and fries, <laughs> bro. We brought. Hey, listen, for I know all you listening that do listen to this podcast know us very well, so you know Kenny and I be on our chicken tender, chicken tendies and fries like bullshit. Like that's just our go to fucking drunk snack, high guy snack, sober snack. That's just yeah. us, dude. And I was drunk and high, and you put a fucking fat chicken tender bucket in front of me, and it's I've never seen anything like this before. I gotta buy it, even if it is at Yankee Stadium, and the fucking price is forty dollars. The roof. <laughs> yeah, and dude, we did. I spent one hundred seventy-five bucks on your tender bucket. <laughs> yes, sir. You know what? Give me another one for my boy over here. Let me get five. <laughs> Spend more on the chicken buckets than I do the tickets to be here. 
factual primetime Mets Yankees Saturday night game too. Like this ain't no bullshit Yankees athletics or Yankees Mariners game where tickets are cheap. We spent a yeah. lot of money to be here. We're still going to buy your chicken tender cheap because they're buns. Um, but my point was we still went home that night after the game and both had put half of our chicken buckets in the fridge. Like, yep. Oh, we didn't, I clearly didn't finish these. And we were also drunk as fuck. Like, yeah, it's just so much food. So much unnecessary, but people be eating them because Americans are gluttonous. Yep. Like, oh, I can get my food in a bucket. In the world. Yeah. I'll pay the up charge of $15. If it's in a bucket, don't make them keep this plastic bucket. I'll never see this again, but I'll pay the $15. I can put chicken tenders in here always. All right. (laughs) I could have this bucket to make homemade chicken tender buckets when I'm watching the game from my couch. Oh, fuck. I should have done that. Maybe I got some wings or uh, boneless nugs in my future. I think I do. I think Lex got a good barbecue sauce. I think I got Mm. some, some air fryer wings. Or maybe I'll like try to put them on the on the charcoal grill. Dude, if you're looking for a good bag of like chicken nuggies you can just throw in the air fryer, go to Costco and get the bag of green ones. They're like I think it's the exact Yo, same bro, as like the Chick-fil-A. I'm nuggets, gonna be dude. straight with you. I do not want to be eating green chicken nuggets. No, they're not green. The bag is green, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Shrek actually shit them out himself. Okay, I'm in. I'm not back in. <laughs> They're for St. Patrick's Day. Yes, I know it's November. Hey, I'm Irish. I'll start celebrating <laughs> early. No, but for real, they uh, Costco chicken nuggets are like top tier. They're, it's the exact same thing as Chick-fil-A nuggets. You throw them in the oven or the air fryer and they're bomb. Interesting. I, I have to for get, lunch I have like to three get days a week. Uh, That's probably not great for you. No. That's okay. Dude, I was going to say, you know what I mean? Have you known me to be a good eater ever? No, not once. Exactly, right on brand. Yeah, no that is on brand. <laughs> Honestly, I be I used to eat fucking tenders all the time. Like, ju- I would just get like Purdue chicken tenders. It's like, bro, yeah, yeah, I'll throw fucking three of these in the oven for lunch, and like, they're not that bad for me. Not that bad for me. They taste great, and I can make them in like ten minutes. Right, and they're delicious. But the, the honey day, mustard probably not great uh, for me. But that's all right. Fuck yeah. it, it's delicious. You can- you get the ranch or the Chick-fil-A sauce out, and it's game over, dude. Yeah, I could I, be look, stone I'm sober. Dying. And... We're all dying. So it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, every day you wake up, every second that goes on, you're just an inch closer to death. Damn. I, I told you my last week has been filled with darkness. Last okay? one, there's a rotten egg. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of rotten eggs, I saw a TikTok uh, today of this guy who like gets recommended like crazy cultural foods to eat. And he'll try them like on TikTok, obviously. And so this one comment was just, you won't eat a 100-year-old uh, egg. And he's just like, I won't. But you telling me I won't means I'm going to. <laughs> so he like breaks out this box and it's like completely wrapped up. And it's like probably the color of my vape, like this, this color. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like slimy. And he pulls it out in his car and he gets one whiff of it and he's like, yeah, can't do this one in the car. Have to go outside. So he like goes outside so that the air, the smell of the egg just isn't like encapsulated in his face. And he takes one bite out of this egg after like sitting there for like 10 or 15 seconds, like just thinking about it. And immediately, dude, you can just see his face. Like he's trying to be like tough guy and like 
get it down without flinching. But his face just turns purple and like gray, and he's just like, Ugh, and just starts dry heaving. And he's like, oh, he comes up after like 20 seconds. He's like, oh, I was informed that I'm supposed to turn the egg around. I ate it from the wrong side. You're supposed to eat the slimy side first. <laughs> and he just throws the slimy side in his mouth, does the whole thing over again, and is just like puking off the side of the camera. <laughs> and I'm like, oh Jeez. my god, dude. You couldn't pay me. But apparently it's no like grazie. a cultural... I don't know what culture it is, but that's like a delicacy in the culture that it's from. where It's like a normal thing where they eat those. And I was just like, oh, dude. Our food yeah, is but so here's different the thing. from... <clears throat> in different cultures and shit, like that's part of their tradition like they do that like their stomachs are used to that right like my right. stomach is not used to that my, my stomach, stomach is, is used, used to, to chicken nuggets chicken and tendies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not what not very old. old chicken tendies not Where... hundred year old <laughs> eggs brother where do they keep all these 100 year old eggs at like i want to see that this is verified 100 years old yeah that's probably I... an expensive ass egg it might be Think about, dude, like, we must have the craziest supply of eggs. If we have so many eggs that we can still have some from 100 years ago. Yeah. Where are we keeping them all? Is there a warehouse of just 100-year-old eggs? Are there any 200-year-old eggs? I don't know. Like, what do they do after when they're 101 years old? They throw them out? <laughs> oh, nobody ate you when you are 100. Now you're 101. What if that's the perfect demand curve? We need enough supply to last us for exactly 100 years. 100 years. There's some guy has a job where he just goes in every day and throws out the eggs that have passed by a day. <laughs> Seen you my whole career. Sorry to see no, you no, no. this if, way. <laughs> what if they never had any extra? What if they always sold it in the 100th year? And they just had their had their inventory down to a science, 100-year a, science. A perfect science from this ancient civilization. They're like, all right, we don't have any religion. We don't have any core values. But God damn it, we got to save these eggs. If we make 275,434,119 million and a couple hundred thousand <laughs> and then another four boxes of eggs a year. We'll be straight. Nothing will but profits. We will be able to sell eggs every year for a hundred years. At the most perfect rate. That's wild. Eggs, man. They're, eggs, they're, man. They're I bet you that's not one how of the world's it. biggest mysteries. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they even have a hundred year old eggs. That's like, I feel like that's it's gotta be BS. bullshit, right? It has what to if, be. What if what if they're what if they count days as years in this tradition and they're hundred days old? Yeah, what if their calendar's different? Like the Mayans' calendar was different. Yeah, because if your tradi- if your fucking civilization is eating hundred year old eggs, I wouldn't believe that you're on the fucking same calendar as the Dude. rest of the world. You would have no reason <laughs> to be. You're eating fucking hundred year old eggs. You live Bro, in the huts. You don't give a fuck about everybody else. What right. What is. if this what if this like culture or civilization back then like had their calendar where one year or a hundred years equaled like one of our days? And so they just had it in this ancient text where it was like, we must preserve these eggs for a hundred years to get the perfect like taste or whatever they're looking for in that. And then like a hundred years later, we fucking got that text and we're like, oh, we got to save eggs for a hundred years. Or people read that text back a hundred years ago and they're like, oh, we got to save these eggs for a hundred years to see what, yeah. the, what all the things about. But really, well, it's supposed to be a day. they translated it wrong. Yeah. What if they translated the text wrong and they're like, oh, these eggs aren't supposed to be a hundred. They're supposed to be seven days. Yeah. Like, what if you were just didn't know anything? Nobody knew Spanish before and we went and found Spanish text and we're like, 
all right, let's try to interpret this. Damn, we're keeping these eggs for a hundred years. <laughs> okay, whatever you say, ancient text. If, that, if that's what this fucking text tells me to do, I'm gonna do it. Let's see what the fuck happens. Yeah, oh, now I we got people, got people out here poisoning and threw up. Yeah, right, right. I was gonna say now <laughs> we got people out here eating rotten eggs that are a hundred years old, thinking they're part of some like cultural diversity, like ex- exploration or whatever. And it's yeah, just but like, then no, again, dude. I mean, you got fucking. The whole like Christian religion is, is possibly based on shrooms. Yeah, they I had, love that um, theory. I love that theory. You seen the the, burning, the, the, Rogan the burning drug? bush theory? Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. There's Rogan. I've seen this clip. He talks about it. Um, probably only once, but I've seen the clip a bunch of times. Um, there's like there was like twenty something people who studied the Dead Sea Scrolls, which is like ancient biblical texts and shit like that. Right, and dude's like a doctor in fucking christian religion and he studied this shit for mad long um and he was like i honestly think that this entire religion is about like a dude that did mushrooms and like all these people did mushrooms and they hallucinated and they were trying to hide that from like the roman empire like i think it was just like the whole religion is based on psychedelic mushrooms dude that's crazy like and it's so like it makes so much sense when you think about it. Yeah. Because of all like all the people that have said like their experience is like super just like soulful and like they see these gods when you're on like these crazy psychedelics. Like I the other one he talked about on Rogan was the burning bush theory about how you know how I think it was Moses with the burning bush and then he went and wrote the yeah, Ten yeah. Commandments. Well, the burning bush was like an ayahuasca plant or something like that, and he just started to hallucinate and saw God, and this is what he got from his experience like on psychedelics and then he went and wrote the ten commandments is like this is how we should live our lives like god told me himself it's like yeah well, yeah he might have but also you were just high on ayahuasca dude so if that's how all the religions are started i think i think psychedelics have a huge like part of the creation of religion and stuff like that because it's the closest explanation you can get to like old like old people fucking like moses and those types of people saying like i spoke to god blah 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 like nothing yeah. like that has happened since other than people having these experiences on psychedelics i want to check out the monk religion a little bit see what they're all about they're like the reincarnation ones right no the, all no, they do is meditate Buddhism. i don't know what they think about but they meditate a lot and it clears their minds and they feel that peace and i need some yeah, of that in my life they don't speak don't they go like months without speaking too I don't know. I'm pretty sure, like, part of their study or religion is, like, they go on, like, a two-month hiatus of not saying any words. Um, How do you even stop yourself from doing that? That would be so hard. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you just gotta, like, internalize everything. Yeah. probably have the best... You probably got, like, five homies in your brain. Yeah. Can't have How a girlfriend you pass or a wife. Time? Yeah, um, there's actually this guy that who I, I've been listening to his podcast. His name's Jay Shetty, um, and he used to be a monk. He was a monk for like three years, but then he, you know he wanted to get married, so now he's not a monk anymore. But he said that he still goes back to like where he studied, and for like a month every year. So he like goes and like no phone or anything like that, and he just like goes and he's like, dude, I just go back to to what I love to do. That's probably the best way to be a modern day monk now. Yeah, but nobody has the the time to do it. Like, right? You can't just drop your life for an entire for month, a month every year. Yeah, 
this guy can because he's got, I think he's got like 5 billion views on YouTube and 4 billion of those are like in the last year or something like that, or last few years. Oh, so he's on um, the come up. Yeah, and like he's just getting stupid rich, I guess. Dude, speaking of stupid rich, my segues tonight have been immaculate, but the uh, Powerball was announced last oh, night or yeah. someone won the Powerball. Maggie and I, we never, would, like, dude, if we have like a dollar or two in our purse or pockets, like when we're at Food Line, we'll get like a scratch off every now and then just to like burn the dollar. But we never buy lottery tickets. But obviously, since the Powerball was so huge, we're like, might as well. Like, let's, we're not going to win if we don't take the chance. So, like, the last two or three drawings, we both bought two tickets, or she just got, like, two two tickets for each drawing. And after we got off COD last night, I didn't even know somebody won the Powerball by, by that yeah. time. But after we got off COD, uh, she was going upstairs to go get in bed, and I was, like, laying on the couch or whatever, like, eating a snack or whatever. And I hopped on Twitter, and I saw the first thing I see, or Facebook, the first thing I see was a uh, $2 million Powerball ticket won at gas station in Wilmington. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, Magoo, grab our tickets. Like, we need to check this. That's why. And I looked. Obviously, we didn't win. But um, could you imagine? Obviously, we didn't win. But then I saw, like, somebody, a single person won in California. And I was just like, holy yeah. shit, dude. Like, could you imagine? Could you even imagine? Like, what? What? I, I just want to know, like, the thoughts you have in the first, like, 15 to 20 seconds when you find out you've won a lump of money like that. Like, I, I just want to. I just want to know the dude. They're not gonna. They're not gonna get that rush, that high of a dopamine rush ever again in their lives, ever. That's so scary, though. Like bad things happen to people that win the lottery. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that sucks is that I guess California has like doesn't have an uh, anonymity. Um, anonymity. Oh, an, so an, like yeah, you can't like say anonymous, anonymous, right? Um, which like that's what I would want to do. Like tell fucking nobody. I wouldn't. That's kind of stupid that they don't have. I mean, I see both sides to it because it's like, oh, like you're just keeping it anonymous. anonymous. How do we know anybody won? And you're not just like keeping this money yourself, right? Yeah, that's but true. But also, that's a good it's point. like you're putting the person in so much danger. Just so by, much like, danger. Plastering their ID, especially yeah. with that type of money, like the last yeah. jackpot. Dude, if I won the lottery, that would be so fucking dope. What would it, what was the first thing you would do? Like, not I'm not like saying, oh, within a year I'd have like a house here, but like immediately what was the first thing you would do? Quit my job. Like as soon as you found out? No, I'd probably first thing I would do would probably be tell Lex, maybe give her a big smooch, maybe just do a little sexy time real quick, a little celebratory sexy time, and then I'll yeah. tell her. Yeah. Um, just just to remind me that she's still making love to me, not for the money. And then one last time. And now it's all I will now we'll never know. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I saw this I saw this guy talking and he was like not like a great looking dude, but he was like, Oh, he's like, I'm now that I'm rich, I will never know if my wife loves me because of me or because of the money. Um he was like, because I'm always going to have the money now, like for the rest of my life. Right. Like I'm like, I'm never going to be broke again. Right. Um, so it's like, he's like now, like every new person that I meet, like, I don't know if they actually care about me or about my money be- because you have all this money. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Lex would still love me for me. I'm just messing. Um, I don't know, dude, but like quit my job and then just probably like start creating content. 
Yeah. And like then I can just get more yeah. rich and all I'm like, I would just start living a dope life. Like I'd probably want to travel, you know, probably go snowboarding. First thing I would do would probably be take a dope fucking snowboarding trip somewhere. Who wants to come? We're going boarding. Yeah. That would be awesome, dude. Imagine like, all right, we're going up to the Alps. Right. For, for four or five days. Right. Would you get a private jet? Probably. How else am I going to get around? Yeah. I, uh, I guess no, that's like the first of, thing I would do would get a fucking I'd get a lawyer and an accountant. That's why I texted you the other day. I was like, so I texted Kenny. I was like, hey, man, if I win the Powerball, do you want to quit your job and become my financial advisor? <laughs> you were like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I do that easy, bro. I know. I was like, dude, if we win, I was literally have- telling this to Maggie. I was like, if we win the Powerball, quitting our jobs, saying, Kenny, like, do everything you can with my money. Like, make sure it's good. We'll both be good. We'll, all, our families will prosper for the rest of our lives and our generations. Let's just wild out for the rest of our lives. And all we have to do is, like, I don't know. We can do this, like, whenever we want. We can fucking yeah. travel. And, dude, it would be, oh, man. I would just, I would set you up, like, a fund. And then, you know, there's, like, a very, like, specific way that you should do these things to accumulate your wealth in a certain way and avoid taxes. And I think you're supposed to start with, like, a trust fund up top or some shit like that. And then that, the fund owns everything. And then you make, like, an S-corp and that, and your S-corp owns something else and everything owns something else. And somehow you don't pay taxes on it. I don't know. But I'd figure it out because I'd be like, yo, Johnny's got all this fucking money. But at the bottom of it, it would be whatever your company is paying me like 150 G's a year. And I'd be like, you know what? That's probably enough. You think that of me, dude, you think I would that's, only give you 150 G's a year. If I had $2 billion, would, bro, that's what, what I would set my, fuck? set my price at. You give me 150 <laughs> G's a year and well, you take me on, take, take me on vacation or something. And God damn, I guess it's a good thing we didn't have to negotiate this, dude, because I would have been like, bro, I'll pay you like fucking five, ten million a year. Like, we'll be good. And you're like, 150 grand. <laughs> All right. How about a million? I'll take a million okay, a year. Okay, I was going to give you more than a million. Dude, I have $2 billion to my name. What yeah, do I but, need all that hey, shit for? Hey, you're not trying to blow it, bro. You're trying to fucking make that two billy, four billy. Yeah, but what I pay you is what we'll be making in a year back. So it's not like I'm losing money by paying you. That's true. That's right? true. That's I thought about this, bro. I I fucking sat on my couch and That's thought true. about this for a hard ten if minutes. You give the other me like it was like two point six or something, right? That's I don't even know what it was. We're just gonna pretend it was two point six. Oh yeah, you, that, yeah. Let's say you take the point six and that's what we're gonna start with to do whatever you want, and I'm investing two billion dollars. I think I can make you at least five mil a year. I would hope so. <laughs> two billion dollars, <laughs> bro. <laughs> i can make you at least at least five mil i wonder uh, so if that's what you're gonna pay me hey your little return on investment here if if i won the powerball dude how hard do you think it would be for you and i to use that money to go buy the yankees Um, like obviously if you purchase a sports team you don't have to put like oh they're estimated worth like a down payment of that much right i'm sure there and there's like stock investors and all that but like if i wanted to be hal steinbrenner and become like you don't think I would have enough? No. No? The Redskins are, they're thinking about selling the Redskins, right? Because, you know, like yeah. their owner and everything, and he's... He's an asshole. 
Yeah. So he was like, we're going to start fielding offers. We're going to hit up Bank of America to like help us like get some offers and stuff. Like, we're not sure we're going to sell yet, but you know, we'll see what the market is. Right. Um, and apparently they're estimated to sell around like $7 billion. Right. That's insane. So if you have two, it's probably going to be tough to get the Yankees. You and maybe 10 other guys could put in two and get the Yankees. You know what I would do? I would uh, offer Hal Steinbrenner as a lottery ticket winner. Be like, hey, man. Actually, I don't know because that's going to be like half my money. I was going to say, I'll pay for Judge's contract, but we got to make some changes in the organization that I think would be best. You think he would say yes? Be like, dude, don't worry about Judge. I'll sign him for you guys. Like, I'll give you the money. Just tell me what you need. Not to worry about well, that. I mean, you can give him 500 mil, right? Like, here's but 500 mil. That's a lot mil, of my money. <laughs> and here's your luxury tax. Yeah, and I'll say for the rest of the remainder of my life, you need to keep me involved in some of the decisions. Like I want to be like, give me a that job. That seems pretty as, like, broad. We should get you a lawyer. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's broad because I'm on a fucking podcast right now. But like, if this was a real like, you don't know shit, the exact obviously... terms that you would ask for. <laughs> I would want to be like co-GM and have a fifty-fifty say. Yeah. For the rest of my life, as long until I don't want to do it anymore. But I got until you on you Judge's contract. Make sure he doesn't leave. If he wants to stay for ten years, four hundred mil, I'll give it to him. Don't care. I just want to be mean, GM. Dude, two billion like really isn't a lot when you consider. It's not when you think about like franchises like this. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's not when you think about oh five hundred mil. That's a fourth of two billion. And like five hundred mil seems like a lot, but it's not like you're never gonna go. It's not like you would never go through five hundred. Right, dude. And it's like there are pro athletes making that money like easy. And yeah, dude. Even like twenty five, thirty years ago, if like you went back in time in like nineteen seventy five and was like, yo, uh, our top athlete in twenty twenty two is making just north of five hundred million dollars, they'd be like. What in the fuck? Like, that would blow their minds, dude, that amount of money. It would, but at the same time, like, and then multiply that on top of inflation and, like, what the dollar was worth back in the day back compared then. to what it's worth now. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. My rent's five fucking dollars a week. <laughs> yeah, dude. And you're telling me this dude's making 500 million of these? And gas is five dollars a gallon? What? <laughs> My rent is a gallon of gas in 30 years from now. Crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that would be crazy, dude. I think if I did actually win the Powerball, the first thing I would do is just find, like, my dream house. Like, I wouldn't even go out and spend. Actually, you know what the first thing I would do, like, immediately? I'd get all my tats done. I'd find an artist that I thought was the absolute best in the world, and I would go get all my tats done. Michelle from hell? <laughs> is that her name? Yeah. That's dope. And she's that's fucking a, nice a, with it. That's a dope tattoo artist name. Yeah, it is. And she's fire flames, dude. I am uh I got my appointment update text today from my artist and he said, um, did we show you the cargo district when you guys were here? It's like right down the road from us. I don't think so. It's like probably I didn't like see anybody wearing cargo shorts, so why not? <laughs> No, it's like a one or two, maybe three block section of downtown where like all the apartments are made out of like cargo shipment containers and like there's a bunch of stores and stuff like that. And uh, his private shop is in there. 
so he texted me he was like hey so you know like be here by one uh i'm cash only you can bring someone if you want and make sure you eat and bring a bunch of snacks like typical tat like pre-tattoo stuff but i, was I didn't just know like, you had to eat before tattoos and I went to Lex and I were going to go get all you can eat sushi afterwards. So I went yeah. to one on an empty stomach and I felt like I was going to yak the whole time. It was just yeah. like very painful. And I was like, wow, this is making me 10 times more hungry. And this is terrible. Yeah. That's how the, uh, the one I have on my knee of the sub cactus was the morning that I got it done was spontaneous. Like we just went and got tattoos and we had been drinking like the night before and I didn't eat any breakfast and I was super dehydrated. And, and that was like, I think that's why it was the most painful. I was sitting there just like in a pool of sweat, like borderline yeah. shaking. And it only, it only took 15 of... minutes. It was like the quickest fucking tattoo I've ever had. Hmm. Yeah, that might have a lot to do with why my second ribs, I feel like hurt so much because I, I did it on an empty stomach. But my other theory is that I expected it to not hurt because my first one I expected to hurt, and it, and it didn't. didn't. I thought that wasn't bad, so I was like, so I went into my second one thinking it wouldn't be bad, and on an empty stomach. Maybe you're just like more sensitive on the other side too. Maybe. I don't know. Rib, rib tattoo, dude. This rib tattoo's got to hurt for a skinny motherfucker like me. You saying that's true? They didn't hurt. No, I'm not saying you're fat, but you're clearly bigger than I am, dude. I'm fucking Pete Davidson type shit. Yeah, you are on some Pete type shit. But, Yo, um, I saw this thing. He was uh, doing an interview and they were asking him about some guy. And they were like, yeah, like he got his like workout from you. And he's laughing. He's like, bro, oh, I, don't I saw do that. that I shit. saw that. I saw that. He's like, I'm Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was some, some dude that Pete Davidson told him that he did. 100 pull-ups, 100 push-ups, and 100 sit-ups every single day. Because, like, <laughs> he didn't want to say, like, he was like, well, I didn't want to tell the guy, like, sorry, I'm not in my 50s, and I still have metabolism. Like, I thought that'd be rude. <laughs> right. so, I, so I wanted, so I said I did 100 of those each day. And this guy, then he started doing them. He started doing 100 <laughs> of them each day. And, you know, he says things to me, like, when he sees me, like, behind the scenes and shit. That's so fucking funny, dude. Because you know Pete Davis doesn't work out. Like, no way, bro. You know, one, he doesn't have the time for it, and two, he just doesn't like. Ha- he doesn't have I'm the sure personality. I'm sure he has the time the, for it. I don't know all this fucking SNL and like movies and traveling and shit, dude. Yeah, he probably does have the time for it. But I'm sure he could find a half hour if, a day. To yeah, work if out. the Rock can fucking work out three times a day for an hour each, and yeah, I right. mean everybody has the time for everything, but it depends on the person. Yeah. But I just I see so much of him and me with that type of stuff where I'm just like, dude, we're the same like personality where we just like I think it's like the routine thing. Like you can't just like routines scare me. And I think that's why like going to the gym has always been a, a problem for me on a consistent basis. Like I can go in for like two months at a rip and then I'll take like four or five months off. I can't stay on it for more longer than like that just because I either get bored or I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Do yeah, you got new. big Pete Davidson vibes. Yeah, and body types. Does that make Maggie Kim K? Maybe. No offense, Mags. You don't give me Kim K vibes. You're way better. She's, she, yeah. Oh, well, that's facts. But she's also, uh, I think her, I think the Kardashian family's Armenian, and Maggie's Armenian. So, ooh, you got we got a little bit Look of connection at you, there. A little Pete and Kim action. <laughs> hey. Um. 
yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely get all my scratches done though. Just be like, oh, dude, I can fucking get all this ink now and do what I've wanted to do and not have to even worry about like, oh, it's gonna be expensive. I'm fucking a billionaire now. Who gives a shit? I'll tattoo my eyeballs if I want to. Oh, you should. <laughs> should I put little Yankee symbols underneath my cornea <laughs> so that, that when I'm be crying wild. because they get knocked out of the playoffs by the Astros again, I can just fucking pull them down. <laughs> I'm a real yeah. fan. I think that would be perfect, actually. I think that would be the perfect tattoo dude, for you. It's not like I have to worry about a job saying anything, dude. I have more money no. than your fucking company does. Suck the me only off. guy you're trying to win over is Hal Steinbrenner, and that should help. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> dude, you know it's bad when it's like someone's like, oh, dude, if I win the Jack- Mega Millions jackpot for $2 billion, I'm going to the front office of the Yankees and reorganizing the whole thing from the top down. <laughs> so frustrated Yankees fans are right now. No, I think it's just you. I no, it's spend, not just you. It's not just me, but I'm definitely more on the radical side just because I invest so much of my fucking time in this franchise and like, dude, I don't want to get started. I'm not going to get started on it. Yeah, you're like the extremists in the political parties. Yeah, except I don't, I don't commit violence. What do you mean, dude? I, wa- I want to. It makes, it makes me want to, but I don't. Because I have self-control, unlike uh, radicalists on the left and right wings of our political spectrum. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you know whose fans would, whose radical fans do incite violence? Um, I'm going to say, wait, give me the sport. Um, or is it just a city in general? All sports, just a city. Um, Los Angeles. Yes! How did you know I was going to say that? Because some dude literally died at a Dodgers game like three years ago. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I saw a clip the other day of Rams fans fucking throwing fists in the stadium. I saw that like two days ago. And then when I was watching the MLS Cup final, which should have been hosted in Philly because the MLS, but it was in LA because the MLS is the worst fucking league in the world. Right. Um, And after we, after the Union scored, to go up three two it was just rain and water bottles dude like out of the stands like throwing shit at, at the team um and then daniel gazdag like went to go take a corner kick and dudes are like whipping water bottles at him and like he's walking out in the field and like picking up the bottles from the field like yo are you guys gonna do anything to control these fans or no we're just we're just rocking with it i guess dude you know um, what's crazy is they used to just rock with it in european soccer I know. You go up to a take corner kick and you just getting things just whipped at you and you're just like, ah, it's just a lot of passionate fans. So I... <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, bro. You could do some damage with a full beer can. Exactly. They were like, the fans were throwing beers on the players and everything. They were just reckless and out of control. You know what stadiums should start doing? Like, if they know that a game has a potential to get violent like that, they should just put little stress balls in each cup of it, each, like, seat at the stand. So, like, hey, listen, if you're going to throw something, throw the squishy, squeeze like, stress ball. ball again. Well, yeah, you can squeeze it, but you can even throw it. Just don't fucking huck a full beer can at our players that don't see it coming and they don't have any sort of protection on it. Seriously. Um, but let's sit on this sit on this MLS Cup final game for a little bit because it was wild, bro. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. I didn't see the first half. First half ended one nothing. Um, Galaxy had a free kick. Uh, Jack McGlynn like jumped and ducked down to try to head the ball away, and it just doop off his face into the corner of the goal. Beautiful header, perfectly placed own goal. 
Um, and then Union's first goal, it was like supposed to be a shot from Jose Martinez right to Gazdag's foot, placed it nicely, stud goal. Um, LAFC score a header to go up 2-1. And then Union come back and score off a free kick. Beautiful from fucking Kai Wagner. And then Union scored again off of Kai Wagner assist to go up 3-2. This is an extra time. And then in, that was like the 124th minute. Yeah. And then in the 128th, Gareth Bale scores a fucking header because Gareth Bale belongs in the MLS. Um, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. If that was anybody else, like, Gareth Bale is just no different, dude. Gareth Bale was built for scoring game-tying or game-winning goals in a final. Doesn't matter what yeah. league. Doesn't matter what game. Yep. And LAFC were playing a man down because Corey Burke was going in on the goalie. Goalie comes out, slide tackles Corey Burke, gets his fucking shin snapped in half. Um, like his his like leg went straight and then it made a hard he right the in the top. middle of his oh. fucking calf. Um, and like when he put his foot down on the ground, you could see it was not it was, connected. wasn't connected. Oh, that's um, gross, dude. So he ended up getting carted off. Corey Burke tried to stay on. He got a red card too because he was the last defender. Um, so he ends up coming off. Corey Burke comes off after like two minutes. He could barely walk, let alone run. And then they go into PKs. The dude that subbed in for the injured goalie, their backup goalie, is an ex Philly Union keeper who knows the players oh, and man. shit. Um, he's one of Emery's boys. He's a Jersey boy. They grew up together and playing soccer and shit. Um, with the like, backup goalie that yeah came in. Oh, that's yeah, dope. yeah. That that won the 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 title for him in PKs. But the Union sucked in PKs too. They, like the first yeah. one, dude slipped and put it over the net. Like it it wasn't great for them. So they definitely didn't like deserve to win PKs. But I think they deserve to win the game overall and just you know to win the title of the season. That game should have been a Philly, and I'm not gonna let that one die. Yeah, I mean, I know we covered it a few episodes ago, but the way they do that, based off of wins and not goal differentials, it's complete so bullshit. Dumb. So, so stupid. Dumb. If anything, but, do like head-to-head first and then goal differential. Because on right. head-to-head, they drew 2-2. So. And it was in LA. So if anything, you'd give away goals to Union. Right. And away goals used to mean a lot, especially in European soccer. Yeah, now it's like the fucking last tiebreaker. Yeah. Um. Dude, I guess, like, knowing that the Union have been this good for the past two years, like, it's not, like, you know, all down in the dumps because they'll most likely be back there next year. But tough scenes when uh, your team finally makes a final under, like, circumstances that, I mean, they were gonna, supposed to make the final pretty much all year because they've been good. But, like, the whole goal differential over wins and not yeah. getting the home game really kind of fucked you. Yeah, they should be back. I mean... We'll see if anybody gets snagged up. Apparently, Kai Wagner might go overseas. Um, and who knows? Uh, like we said, young Paxton Aronson, he got signed to Frankfurt. Um, so he's leaving. He wasn't a huge part of the team, but he played pretty much every game. He played in the final. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, and I hope that Andre Blake goes to a top five. Like, I want Andre Blake to get, like, meaningful soccer in Europe and like, I want him to go to the Champions League, and I want he's him to American, be American, right? Not nah, he's Jamaican. Yeah, and he's so fucking good. He's the only reason Jamaica's relevant. Oh yeah, that's probably we were not saying, true. That's we were saying like he's the kind of like the Keeler Navas of twenty fourteen World Cup. Yeah, but he's been fucking amazing for five years. Um, did you think, have? 
Go ahead. I think he's legitimately probably like he might be top five. He's definitely a top ten keeper in the world, but he doesn't get anywhere near that respect. It's only because he plays in the MLS. Right. That's and he's a Jamaican keeper. Right. But if he was a Jamaican keeper for like Borussia Dortmund or some shit like that, I'm sure he would get that recognition. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's tough. And who dude. doesn't want one of the best goalies in the world? Yeah. I mean, nobody. You always <laughs> you need a good goalie to be a competitor in top top leagues like Champions League and domestic Europe leagues. But dude, it's just it sucks for a lot of the players in the MLS because like I feel like there's just so much like hidden talent that doesn't get the exposure that's deserved of them. Facts. And it's because they're in the MLS, they're kind of looked down upon as like lesser talent yeah. wise. Yeah. But I think Christian Pulisic and like a bunch of American guys that came over from here and I mean, not necessarily. He played. He didn't even play in the MLS, didn't he? He went. I don't over, think so. No, he went directly over to Germany and played for Borussia and developed there. But there's been some serious talent coming out of here that's like making a name for themselves overseas, which is dope. But yeah, like both, like both the Aronsons now, like Brendan, like started in the MLS, like kind of like blew up here low key and then like dipped. And he, you know, he worked through different different teams because he started with. Red Bull Salzburg, right, in the yeah. Turkish League, and now he's with Leeds in the Premier League, but, like, started in the MLS for, you know, a year and a half. Right. There's going to be more guys like that, too, coming out in the, in the near pig. future, I think. But I'm just, Hunter like, I, I'm excited for the MLS to be at a point where it's, like, it's as exciting as, like, a top-four league in America. You know what I mean? And I know we're, yeah. like, pretty – we're still pretty far away from that, but it's just going to be fun, like, having, like, passionate soccer – fans like but here it's on always going to be different because they're always going to have the playoff in the end so they're always going to have they're always going to have the two conferences you know what i mean yeah i do think that kind of fits like the sport fandom over here though just because that's what americans are used to yeah but that doesn't mean i think it's better than the table setup the table yeah i think the table's yeah. just more i think the table is the more best accurate. way to crown a champion based off of like the entire season, season. yeah like, Injuries and shit could play a part in you not winning a title and like, you know, or late season hotness could be the only reason that you do win a title. Right, right. But if you're consistently the best team across the entire season, then obviously you deserve. And so, and like a, a thing that comes with that, dude, is a lot of the time, like the races are closer than you think. So the final day of the season in a table situation and you got like four games on at one time, dude, that's yeah. a fucking fun time to watch yep. soccer. Because you're tuned yep. into every game and like, like, oh, if this outcome happens here, then these guys will win. And if they lose, then these guys will win. And right. if these guys win, it'll be a draw at the top and it'll go to whoever has better goal, goal differential. Like, there's just so many more outcomes and just like, yeah. oh, all right, we're in a tournament And then it's now. like, oh, but if this team wins by one, but this team wins by three or four, then they, could steal like, spot. They, would, they would win on goal differential. And like they're playing some shit stain, so they could put a whooping on them. It, dude, and does I know that. Like MLS teams have been in like Champions League group stages, right? Yeah. Or is that a different thing? No. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the domestic, like if the MLS set up their domestic league, the table way, like having the top four spots, like not it wouldn't just be a race for first. Like people would be invested to be like, oh, we're going to be in the Champions League if we get a top four spot, even though we're not going to like we're in fourth now in the final day of the season. If we win by fifteen goals, we still won't win the league, but we can fight for this Champions League spot. So it's like. Right. There are different ways to be excited about the end yeah, of the season I think, for more teams. I think the winner of each conference gets an automatic bid. So I think like Union got an automatic bid for next year because they won the East. 
But they have to go through qualifying rounds, right? No, I think they just like start in the knockout stages. Wait, what? I think they just start in the knockout stages. You heard me. Like after group stage? Yeah, they don't have a group. But it's but it's not Champions. It's not like it's like ta- Champions League type of football, but it's not actual Champions League, right? No, it is. It's CONCACAF Champions League. Oh, Instead of UEFA Champions League. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like it, I guess it just comes down to like the It's like the like, FIFA tournament, the FIFA club tournament right, basically. Right. But it's just not as entertaining if it's just CONCACAF, you know what I mean? Like it'd be fun to watch like the Philadelphia Union go up against Real Madrid or Manchester City. Even if it is a group stage game where they get stomped, you know what I mean? It's still like exciting to see them playing the top teams in the world. CONCACAF is just like eh all the way around. Yeah. Um I'm trying to see the format. Apparently they're just changing it up or something. Oh, they're changing it up for the 23-24 season, so that's next year. How are they changing um, it up? Oh, they're adding group stage in the fall before the knockout stage in the spring. And they're they're going to expand the field because of that. So it's just basically the same way UEFA's run their Champions League. Um, so there, it's going to be different because it's not going to, the groups aren't going to be completely random. There's going to be four groups of North American clubs, four groups of Central American clubs, two groups of Caribbean clubs. I guess that's it. There'll be six groups. Yeah. Those games just aren't as like entertaining as the European ones. No, nah, but since but here's the thing, since there's four groups of North American clubs, right? You're gonna have the MLS. That's gonna be the MLS, Liga MX, which is Mexico, right? right? But it's if it's four groups, that's gonna be sixteen teams if there's four, right? Right. Oh no, this is a total of twenty clubs from Canada, Mexico, and USA. Oh, so not even like the the Caribbeans? No, there's two Caribbean, two groups of Caribbean clubs. Oh, oh, oh. The 20 clubs will be drawn into four groups of five. Each club plays four games, so you play each team once. Um, The four group winners and the four group second place will qualify to the knockout round. And Dude, then they need, they need to just combine their shit and make it like a world champions league. Well, they have the world, the club world cup, club world cup. But I feel like which the, is the you, you basically qualify for that. You qualify for that through Champions, the Champions League. League, right? But it, I feel like those games always end up. It's like Real Madrid, Bayern, or Barca versus some shit team, and it's like, yeah, it's whoever wins the Champions League versus a shit team. That's that's the way Champions League it's works. Such a dumb setup, dude. I don't like it. I I, I want to be like excited about like the CONCACAF teams and, like, the Western side of the world pretty much. Like, it's just, I feel like the world is split down the middle and it's, like, elite football and it's, like, mediocre football and there's no in-between. Elite football is just a small cluster in Europe. Yeah, but that's, like, you know, there's, like, 30 teams that are, like, the elites of the elites. Like, nobody really, I don't know. It's just, like, the other Champions League doesn't excite me as much as the European one. Yeah, because it's not as good. They need to get good, bro. 
Yeah, they do. And I mean, and I if they're not going to get good, if they're not going to get good, let me see some fucking Concacaf teams against my favorite European team. Then I don't care. Yeah. Um, I was watching a little Carabao Cup today. City knocked out Chelsea in the third round, which is nice. Um, Liverpool almost lost. They were in PKs with Derby County. But Derby they ended up County. On, yeah, they ended up winning on PKs. And that's why wow. you got to have those kind of matches. Yeah, that's true, I guess. That's very true. Like, it doesn't really give... I mean, with CONCACAF Champions League, it's not like, oh, we just beat Real Madrid or something like in a group stage Champions League game because that could happen. The Union, if they got in a group with Real Madrid or Bayern or Barca, like, there's always a chance. You know what I mean? They're never, yeah. like... 100% out of it, but it's like, oh, why the am I going to... The Union U-17s just beat the Bayern U-17s, not just like, a couple months ago. Yeah, I remember that, actually, but like, let me see their fucking real squads go up against each other. Yeah. I don't care about these kids I don't know. I will in no, five years, either. maybe, but... But that's what I'm saying. If our academy team could be their academy team, there's like a chance that we could be their, you know, real team. But then again, probably not, because they also buy a lot of players. Not like everybody on their club team comes from the academy. That's true. That's very true. And like 90% of the MLS squads are pretty much academy guys. Yeah. Or from some, you know, American um, academy. While we're on the subject of football, um, I know you haven't seen it because I just told you about it today, but that FIFA documentary on Netflix is insane. Fire brother. Flames. Yeah. You got to watch it, dude. It's, yeah. it's all, dude. It, it'll, it, I've been thinking about it all day just because of like, I mean, when that whole corruption scandal came out, like I was a f- avid follower of European soccer and like FIFA and all that, and I still didn't know half the story. And it was crazy to see all like the inside stuff that they had on, um, what's his name, Blatter. Yeah, Blat. Blat. Um, and then what's the other guy's the soccer guy's name? The Pacini, Michel Al Pacino. Pacini. Al Pacino. No, I think he's the president of uh, UEFA. I don't know. But it was it was really crazy, dude. Like the whole story of just corruption, and they go into detail about the Qatar twenty twenty two World Cup bid and how that got all fucked up. And yeah, it's really I love good. It. How many episodes? Uh, I think it's five, and they're like forty minutes, forty minutes each. I could do that. Um, or no, it might be shorter than that. It might only be four episodes, and they're like thirty five minutes. I don't know. I watched the whole thing today while I was working, um, and I got to follow like a good a good portion of it without like my full attention to the screen, but it was good. I didn't even know it was out. I just like hopped on Netflix to see if there are any new TV shows coming out this weekend. And then I saw that and I was like, Oh fuck, I'm putting this on right now. Yeah, dude, I'll check it out. I, I listened to, um, the podcast on called whistleblower and that like unveiled a lot of the corruption in, uh, the NBA. And then they yeah. had like, uh, the flagrant foul um, documentary documentary on Netflix. That was pretty good. And it was kind of like the same thing. Like a lot of the information I already knew, like it was all the same shit. Right. No, it was good. Um, They kind of like, I don't know, dude, they kind of just like made it feel like how we've felt about this world cup leading up to it. Like how it just doesn't have like, the atmosphere of a fun, like exciting World Cup, and it's like I know, dude. It's like right around the causing corner. all these domestic, dude. It's like next week. I'm pretty sure it starts, or a week and a half from now. And I'm like, I keep forget. I I don't even remember like who's in our group or anything. Like I'm just not excited about it. I'm sure I will be once it starts because you know it's still World Cup, but still, it's just like 
doesn't have the dude there's nothing better than a world cup like a fun summer vibe you know you're getting world cup soccer for the entire fucking uh season and then like right after the world cup is pretty much like the domestic leads will start to fire up and there's just like no pause of soccer for a full year and it's good weather good vibes but like just doesn't feel that way with this one and it kind of just feels like a corporate grab at money where they're like oh this city or this country is super fucking rich We'll let them host the World Cup. Don't care if a thousand people die building the stadiums. We're going to make a fuck ton of money. Um, yep. It's too hot to play soccer there, so we'll have to play it in November when nobody has the time to watch any fucking games. Oh, and by the way, we're going to have to pause all domestic leagues for players that are playing in this tournament. Um, yep, they might get hurt and ruin your club club year, but that's you know, injuries happen, whatever. We're making a bunch of money. Right. Hope you don't lose your momentum. It's just like, I don't know, dude. The US Literally have- anywhere else could have been better than Qatar. Yeah, other than hell. <laughs> yeah, or Antarctica. <laughs> the U.S.'s group is England, Iran, USA, and Wales. Yeah, we got to get out of that group. Yeah, I knew we had England and Iran. I couldn't think of the third. I for- yeah, I forgot it was Wales. I forgot Wales and Iran were there, but I knew we were in a group with England. I guess that'll be fun, dude. Like, We'll get some good games out of that group. I just, I'm going to be so like annoyed if we don't even get out of the group. Like if we come in and just get shit on in the first game, and we already have to worry about mis- like not making the next uh, knockout round, then that's just like, dude, we're just going backwards, bro. Fucking get. We were in the round of sixteen in twenty fourteen, and then we don't even qualify for twenty eighteen, and then we're supposed to have a good team in twenty twenty two. We qualify, and then we just can't get out of the knockout round or the group stage when it's England and Wales we have to go up against. And don't get me wrong, England is no slouch, but like. I personally feel like the USA should be on the same level as England's national team right now. Like that's what I expect of our players. It's not a huge ask. England's not yeah. that great. Um, you want to hear the roster? They just dropped it. I would love to hear the roster. Our goalies are Ethan Horvath. I think he's been the main dude. Sean Johnson and Matt Turner. Matt Turner plays for uh, Arsenal. Okay. Our defenders are Cameron Carter Vickers. He plays for uh, Celtic, Glasgow Celtic. Serginio Des from AC Milan. Aaron Long plays for Red Bull. Shaq Moore plays for Nashville FC. Tim Ream from Fulham. Anthony Robinson from Fulham. Joe Scally from Mönchengladbach. DeAndre Yedlin plays for Inter Miami. And Walker Zimmerman, who plays for Nashville, too. Damn, no John Brooks? Nah. I guess he's pretty old by now. He was... Like coming up in the when he scored that goal in the twenty fourteen World Cup. I yeah. forget how long ago that was. It was almost ten years ago. And then in the midfield we got Brendan Aronson from Leeds, Tyler Fire Adams from Leeds. Fire me up. Kellen and Acosta from LAFC. Fire me up. Uh Luca De La Torre from Celta Vigo. Weston McKinney from Juve. Fire me up. Eunice Musa from Valencia. And Christian Roldan from Seattle. I can't believe he made it. I feel like he's an old head. Hey, you got to have one or two old heads. Remember fucking yeah, Michael gotta... Bradley? Remember he was like our fucking yeah, dude, main piece. So, our... Long. <laughs> so long, bro. Up top, we got Jesus Ferreira from Dallas. Jordan Morris from Seattle. Pulisic. Um, Gio Reyna from Dortmund. Josh, Josh Sargent from Norwich. Tim Weah from Lille. And Haji Wright from... And Talaspor in Turkey. Dude, our team is good, man. I feel like we're just going to have to be uh, heavy on the offense because 
our offense feels way more stacked than our defense does. Yeah, I mean, we have Serginho Dest on the defense uh, and DeAndre Yedlin, um, but it's not great. But then in the midfield, right, like Brendan Aronson, Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, Christian uh, Roldan, I like all that. Yeah. And up top, you know, Pulisic, Gio Reyna, Josh Sargent, Tim Way. Like, I like that. That's good. That's good, dude. Like, that's half of our team is like solid, solid. at their positions. It's just a matter of us playing that's together. A good start. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have to make it out of the group. That's all. That's that's what it comes down to, dude. Like, yeah. that should be our expectation. For we got to get past year. Wales, bro. If we don't, if we don't make it out of the group, and it's because of Christian Bale. Or Gareth Bale, Gareth Christian Bale. Bale. <laughs> that man comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's because fucking Batman keeps us out of the out of the knockouts. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> oh man, fucking Christian Bale, man. That was funny. If Gareth Bale is, has a game winning <laughs> header in the fucking group stage, and that's what keeps us from the knockouts, I'm gonna be livid. And dude, it's not like oh, if this happens, like that is a very real possibility, bro. You know, it's gonna come down to some bullshit like that. And if it does, I'm clipping this because if it does, I'm gonna tell you we called it because yeah. he's done it so many times, dude. <laughs> he's like, oh, you need an over the head bicycle kick, absolute fucking rifle from 20 yards out in the Champions League final. Yeah, I got you. Casually, got you. wasn't even good that year either. That was like. He rode the bench all year, and I'm pretty sure he subbed on that game and fucking does some shit like that. I'm like, bro, what? That we're talking, I think he has, like, five goals in Champions League final matches, and he has two game winners in Champions League finals. I think he has 11 goals in finals. In the man's middle name career. is Clutch. Well, now he has 12 final goals in finals in his career. That's crazy. But yeah, two, five Champions League finals goals, two game winners. And, dude, he does it every single way. Yeah. He does it on headers. You need a bicycle kick. Oh, you need me to fucking... Remember the Copa del Rey final against Barca where he literally ran off the field? We yeah, just flew yeah, yeah. by that guy. I was just like, dink. There you go. Yep. <laughs> no Ronaldo, nothing. He was just no. he's just built for the big fucking moment, dude. Yeah, he always shows out when, when his club needs him to. Yeah. I hope we That's shit true. on him in the World Cup. Me too. I'm, uh... Like I said, don't feel the World Cup excitement yet. Maybe it will hit me, but once it does start, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. No Jamaica in the World Cup. Oh, who else didn't make the cut? A, a lot of countries didn't make the cut. Yeah, but like, top, like surprisingly, didn't make the cut. Italy, I know that. Oh, that's true. Um. I don't know who else. Weren't they in the last World Cup final? Or no, am I tripping? Wasn't I don't it France, know. Italy? It could have been. I have no idea. Or maybe it was the Euros final that they were in last. I, I'm pretty sure they were in a recent final, though. Uh, No, they beat Croatia in the final. I thought oh, it was Croatia, right, but right. I didn't know Croatia was a semifinal game. What was uh, the Euro uh, final? Was it England and Italy? I don't know. One second. I think it was, and I think England lost. Yeah. Euro, what year was that? 2020. Final. Uh, between England and Italy. Correct, Amundo. Wow, that's crazy. They go from being in the or winning the Euros to not even. 
uh, making the World Cup. Yep. That's just fucking, that's the brutality of international footy, dude. Um, all right, I found an article that has a bunch of the big name countries that didn't make the World Cup. So Italy, obviously, is number one there. Colombia is kind of surprising. Sweden, Peru, Chile, Egypt, which means no mo. Oh, um, yeah. But that's really it. You remember the days of like James Rodriguez's Colombia and Alexis Sanchez on Chile? And like fucking Falcao's on Colombia too. Falcao, yeah, dude, they were showing out for the uh, South America squad. I mean, obviously yeah, Argentina's always gonna be there with Messi, but did you see that uh, FIFA simulated the World Cup and they had Argentina winning it all? I saw that they simulated, but I didn't click on the article to see like what it, what the results yeah, were. Yeah, I, I just somebody like sent it into like one of my Instagram groups, and I saw it was Argentina was winning the whole thing. Over who? Do you know? No, but I saw this other thing, and it was like. It was like a random thing on Instagram, and it was like, all boys want is sex, blah, blah, blah. Or like, that's all that's on their mind, and it's like, all we really want. And it was like, Messi walking out of the tunnel in his Argentina gear, Ronaldo walking out of the tunnel in his Portugal gear, and the announcer in the back is like, for the World Cup final, well, like announcing oh that shit. And it God. was like, yeah, dude, a fucking Messi-Ronaldo World Cup dude. final this year would be... Because they're both probably not coming back for the next nah, one. No, there's no way they, they make it back for another one. Yeah, I guess that's like gonna be my reason to really watch this World Cup, dude. Is like this is Messi and Ronaldo's last World Cup. Like I gotta watch, like, and then watch all the U.S. games, and then you're like, all right, now I'm invested for like half of this fucking tournament. After this tournament, yeah, yeah, really. Um, who's in? Do you got the groups pulled up still? Um, I can get to them pretty quickly. I want to see who's in their group. Who's in their groups? Just a second. In Argentina, they're in Group C with Mexico, Poland, and Saudi Arabia. Um, so they should move on. Yep, it should be them in Mexico, but maybe them in Poland. No offense, Saudi Arabia. Uh, Portugal, where are you at? Here we are. Portugal's got Ghana, Korea, Republic, and Uruguay. All right, Portugal's so got to come out. They of should that. get out too. Yeah. I like Portugal, Loki. Where they got a little Bernardo Silva over there. Yeah, dude, they've always been, like, a fun team to watch, too. It's not just, like, boring, like, Germany-type football where it's build-up, Jose Mourinho, park-the-bus style. Like, you know, obviously you got Ronaldo there, but they're, they're like, quick, and their counterattacks will really, really get you. Let me see if I, they, can get, if I can get Portugal's roster up here. They always make fun, like, final games interesting, too. Like, they never just lay down and die, even yeah. if they're losing. All right, this is like a projected roster. In goal, Rui Patricio, Diego Costa, and Rui Silva. At defense, you've got Pepe, Rafael Guerrero. Diego wow, Pepe. Dal- Diego Dalo, he's pretty good. Ruben Diaz, Nuno Mendes, Danilo Pereira, who's solid. Mario Rui, and Jao Cancelo. So they got hella city boys. Yeah. At midfield, they got uh, Joe Moutinho, Renato Sanchez, Joe Paulinha, Bruno Fernandez, Bruno Silva, Carvalho, uh, Vitinha, Joe Morario, Ruben Neves. And then up top, they got Ronaldo, Rafael Leal, Ricardo Horta, Joe Felix, Andre Silva, and Gonzalo Guedes. 
Dude, they've got a really good squad. Yeah. That's a solid roster. I'm they don't have much Pepe up top. They got back too. That's they crazy. got Joe Felix and Cristiano Ronaldo up top, but like not much past that. Yeah, and I'm sure they're gonna use some sort of like two striker formation too with those two. Yeah, you know, Ronaldo's Ronaldo's not playing got anything else. Ronaldo's got 191 caps. Wow. Um, he might hit 200 in the World Cup. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So you got what three six, group stage games? Six. We play everybody twice. Oh, you do? Did I make that up? You might have. I think you only play everybody once. I think there's only three uh, group stage games. I think, you're, I think you might be right. Yeah. Champions League. No, like, play everybody twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no like home field away. You know, yeah. everybody's away. So yeah, probably not. He can't. The most mm. games you're going to play is seven. Mm-hmm. If you make it to the final. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to like retire from international football. I think he might play in the next Euros. You think so? I think he'll, he's going to try. He doesn't play until he can get to 200. Yeah, so I mean, close. I, just, I think he just wants to play at the top level of the sport as long as he Forever. possibly can. Yeah, he's just one of those people, man. Like Tom Brady type shit. Yeah, big facts. Going to divorce his wife over it. So he I can mean, ball he's... with the boys. I'm pretty sure he has like three or four children with different people. So, yeah, fuck him. I'm trying to see if I can get Argentina's drawn up here. Argentina. There, I feel like their squad is going to look a lot different than what I was expecting because I haven't uh, really followed like the last most recent like official news is. They announced a 48-man long list, but not the roster. Let's look at roster projections from Sporting News. Uh, Franco Armani, Emilio Mar- Emiliano Martinez, and Geronimo Rui, Rui for, as goalies. Rui. I like that name. Uh, Marcos Acuna, Acuna, Nahuel Molina, Gonzalo Montiel, Nicolas Otamendi, Nuhuan Perez, German Pazea, Christian Romero, and Nicholas Tagliafico as the defenders. In midfield, you got Rodrigo DePaul, Enzo Fernandez, Alejandro Papu Gomez, Giovanni mm-hmm. Lo Celso, Alexis McAllister, Ezequiel Palacios, Leandro Paredes, uh, Guido Rodriguez, and then up top, you have Julian Alvarez, um, Correa, uh, Di Maria, Dybala. La Toro, Martinez, Messi, and Giovanni Simeone. Dude, the well, slur ass until you get to striker or forwards. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know anybody other than like the forward. Forwards line. and Odomendi, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> and Los Celso. Actually. I low-key forgot about Odomendi. Where is he playing now? Benfica. Benfica. Would have never guessed that. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I mean, they got, uh, Julian Alvarez, so the Man City boy, Correa, I've always liked, Di Maria is a stud, probably his last, Dybala, yeah. I like, oh, Dybala's at AS Roma, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Messi, obviously. Yeah, they're gonna have to score, like, four goals a game. That's always how it's been, dude, their defense has always <laughs> been always bad. always been bad, yep. I'm glad Messi got a Copa America, though. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> Imagine him going out trophyless on the international stage. That would suck. 
yeah for the sport i mean he almost did but like yeah their, their midfield and their defense has always been bad. he retired from international football for a while didn't yeah. he? yeah yeah and then he came back i was like nope not finished if he comes back and wins the world cup though with this like bum ass defense i'd be that'd be, that'd be unreal shit. yeah how the fuck does fifa have them winning the whole thing <laughs> yeah right they That's must have been playing with FIFA their sliders bullshit. down yeah <laughs> Yeah, everybody that Argentina plays is just on zero sliders. Yeah. I could go for a couple sliders. Yeah, we projected Argentina to win the World Cup with a goal differential of 264. <laughs> Why is that? What? They're nice. I don't know. Messy. <laughs> Messy, but their defense is trash. Sliders. Uh, so, yeah, we got World Cup. Next week, we'll do World Cup predictions. All right. We'll dive into Down. it a little bit. Um. Because then the World Cup will start the week after that. I think it starts the twentieth, the first day. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess that's good because that gives me something to do than not go to my concert I was supposed to go to. Yeah, that's good. Go way to look at it. Go way to look at it. Um. So the Phillies lost the World Series. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, me and Cassandra went out to a bar for the Thursday night game. It was fine. Lost, so didn't love it. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. You dropped two out of three at home, and that's how you know you're fucked. Yep, and that's exactly what you said you, we can't do. Like, when yeah, we bring those just back win to two at home. You don't have to sweep them here. Just win two at home. That's all we need because you already yep. took one the first time you were in Houston. Go get another one when you go back, and they didn't get one when they went back. <laughs> they needed two, and they didn't they get one. They almost did. They almost did. that. The last game, they were in the lead for, for a bit of that game. Yeah. It was just tough, dude. But, I mean, I, nobody expected it, and they had a miraculous run, and we had fun, so. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's just like, again, it's pretty much the same thing with the Union, man. It's like you guys are in the World Series, and, like, nobody really expects you to be here this year, but the fact that you were shows. You're like the Braves of going into next year. You just can't do what the Braves did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You guys are going to get better. Um, You have I a stacked so. lineup. It's Maybe funny. add we, some pitching. We were like, I didn't think about this until we left, but or like the next day, but we're sitting at the bar and this dude's like, man, like if we could just like keep this same lineup and like, you know, add to our bullpen and like our starting rotation. Cause our pitching is not very good. Like we could be back here next year. And I'm like, that's the thing. We don't like our team as it is. And we're where you want to be. We're where every other <laughs> yeah. team like, other than the Astros wants to be right now. Like right. we're already there. And like, we're like, yeah, this roster's not that great. Like, we could get a lot better. Yeah. And the fact that you were in the world, it's like, not not really like the 2017 Yankees, but like, it was Judge's rookie year. We nah, it's really like the 95 Yankees. Nah, because the 95 Yankees, oh, yeah. Were the 95 Yankees weren't in the World Series, were they? I don't know. Whenever the first year that Jeter played in the World Series. I think that was 96. It's the 96 Yankees. Right, because they lost in the 97 they won? Yeah, but I feel like the structure of the team is a lot different. Nah, because we got we got rookie Bryson Stott had a great year, but fell just short. He's gonna be the next Derek Jeter. The Yankees or the Phillies are gonna start a dynasty. You just said Bryson Stott is the next Derek Jeter. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you what heard about, it here first. What about Reese? He doesn't play shortstop. No, but I'm I know that. But like, what what what's he? What what is his projection? In part of the dynasty, you think he's going to be a big piece, or you think he's just kind of yeah, going to be a guy that's there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Okay, I respect it. I respect it. Is Pujols the best first baseman of all time? No. God, no. Who's the best first baseman? Um, Lou Gehrig, maybe? Ah, he's too old. What do you mean he's too old? <laughs> Lou Gehrig's like the... a top five baseball player ever, dude. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but he's old, so... He's dead. <laughs> what? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Why does he just not count? Put him on the field now. Boy, would not be nice. <laughs> I mean, you're making valid points. I can't really argue that. Down on you three would... strikes looking. <laughs> not even looking, dude. He can't look. Yeah, he can't look, but he definitely can't swing. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to hell, but honestly, we might already be there soon. But he was like, nah, this baseball shit's in my soul. And he comes <laughs> he comes alive, and it's just fucking skeleton Luke Gary getting dingers. <laughs> skeleton Luke Gary getting 450-foot pops. And fucking the gnarliest scoops at first, snatching shit out of the ground. Oh, look oh, at that pick. Man. Oh, man. Um, this guy don't miss. <laughs> this guy literally don't miss, and he don't die either, apparently. As soon as the game ends, he's dead. Um, oh, all right. Nice you, know all should do? you know what we should do real quick? What's that? Go around the diamond and pick your top player for the, each position. Like, not, not the best, just your favorite. All right. We'll both we'll you'll say yours then I'll say mine. We'll just go from like first to third catcher pitcher outfield. Okay. Um my favorite first baseman it's got to be Ryan Howard, but if it wasn't Ryan Howard it'd be Albert Pujols. I think he's like the goat. Yeah, he wasn't really known for his fielding ability though. He's just like a power hitter that happened to play first and then went to DH when he got too old. Don't care. So was that's Ryan fair. Howard. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. But yeah, and Albert Pujols has a much better career. But than that's Ryan also Howard, because but... the NL had no DH, so they had to play the field, mm-hmm. and they both played in the NL. That's true. Um, and you always think... used to put the unathletic kids at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're right field in little league. Right. Um, I think my my favorite first baseman would probably be Jason Giambi, just because he was like. The hard like mo like biker like mustache first baseman that he was like the Don Mattingly of my era. That's fair. I just liked watching him play. He was a lefty who just hit bombs, and he was like pretty decent over at first. Um, what would you say for second base? Utley, easy. Yeah, I mean, I I've kind of predicted like most of these are going to be Phillies and Yankees, but like yeah. I I kind of knew go that going Utley in. and then J Roll for sure. As your middle infield. Yeah. Yep, mine would be probably Cano Jeter. Um, third base. I don't know. You go first. Third base. Hmm. Honestly, dude, you know who I really like? Who's still playing today? He might be like my favorite third baseman. I don't. I I, I like A Rod because he was a Yankee, but I don't like A Rod because I just like it was like one of those guys where like. He's on your team, so you kind of have to like him because he's also a stud. But like, you just right. don't like him because he's a Rod. Um, but my my favorite third baseman now is probably uh, either Manny Machado or Nolan Arenado. I really like Nolan, dude. I think he's his, yeah, watching him really good. Watching him play the field is just like like a treat. Like it's so fun. But Manny Machado, like I really like his swing. Um, and just like I like, I was thinking about this the other day. Actually, I like 
how like he's matured in his career you know what i mean like he was just like this like snappy like really like hot prospect on the orioles and like came up and was like a superstar on the orioles and he went to la for a year and i couldn't stand seeing him in a dodgers uniform like he was just like you know just like that super not like i don't know he just like wasn't hustling and wasn't like doing a lot of stuff ball players do because he thought he was hot shit but now that he's like established himself in san diego and knows like he's a part of the team for a while and like he can just ball out and play his game like i've really enjoyed watching him in san diego but i'd probably have to give the edge to Nolan Arnado. all right fine well i'm giving my third baseman to another philly okay alec bohm the goat no i'm just kidding it's mike schmidt yeah okay i was gonna say there's no way alec bohm is your favorite third baseman of all time dude shut the fuck up now nah, it's gotta be schmidt poppy yeah that's a good pick. my whole team's gonna be phillies should I just make mine all Yankees? You can do whatever you want. I'm just letting you know that I'm a Phillies fan. I'm not as big of a baseball fan as you. You're like you're a baseball fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like a bit like a fan of the game. I'm not as big of a fan of the game, so I'm mostly just a Phillies fan. So that's where most of my shit's gonna be. That's fair. Okay. Um, who would you have at pitcher? Ooh, pitcher. This is a tough one for me, dude. I have a lot. Like, right now... All right, I'm going to give you two answers. I'm going to give my favorite pitcher right now and my favorite pitcher of all time. My favorite pitcher right now is Nestor. Okay. Um, His story's just fucking awesome about, you know, being traded off the Yankees, like, three times, not finding a team, and then just, like, finding something in his mechanics or, like, his, his pitch sequence that really, like, unlocked the player potential that he has now. He's just been, like, arguably our best pitcher for the last two years. Um. And he's left-handed. But I love Nestor. I love me some Nestor Cortez. He's going to be my next Jersey cop for sure. Um, but my favorite my favorite pitcher of all time. Uh, dude, I might have to say Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson might be my guy. Him, him or Andy Pettit, I'd probably say. Randy Johnson and Andy Pettit. And even when Randy Johnson played for the Diamondbacks, like I just loved like seeing this big, like Fuck tall, you, lanky, Randy Johnson was guy. my pick. Was he really? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. It's my picture, Randy <laughs> <Okay>. Johnson. <laughs> that's a good pick, dude. Randy Johnson was fun to watch, man. He toasted that fucking bird with a fastball. That's <laughs> why he's my favorite. <laughs> that's why he's my favorite pitcher. Dude, he just looked like Slender Man on the mound who just threw a 200-mile-per-hour fastball past anybody that stepped up to the plate. If not him, probably Roy Halladay. I knew that was good. I thought Roy Halladay was going to be your first pick. Um, or Cole Hamels, or if we're doing relief pitchers, Brad Lidge. We'll do relief pitcher because then I can just say Mo. Fine, then I got Brad Lidge. You can have Brad Lidge. I got fucking Mo, greatest closer of all time. No way, dude! Shut perfect up, season, dude! You perfect can't... season from Brad Lidge won the fucking World Series against who? Not the Yankees. He played played the Rays. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna just obliterate that stat right now with the Mo stat. There have been more people that have walked on the fucking moon than runs that Mariano Rivera has given up in the postseason. That's how fucking good he was, dude. And think about all the postseasons this man has played in. And he well, has the most saves of all the time. Same for Brad Lidge. <laughs> I thought you were going to say for me. <laughs> I was say, yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet Brad Lidge doesn't have as many... Um, I mean, he might. He yeah. He definitely doesn't have as many appearances as Mo. That's what makes that stat remarkable. But let me see if I can find some postseason here. 
postseason cumulative. They want to give it to me by the fucking thing. Um, let's see. He's got. Oh no, he's given up eleven runs in the postseason. In how many appearances? Thirty-nine. I mean, I guess to like the average reliever, that's not that bad, but it's also not great. Well, he only had 19 save opportunities. So, like, 20 of those. Well, I guess he still came in as a closer, right? Maybe they just weren't right. save opportunities. Once, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because um, he had two seasons with Houston before he came to Philly. Yeah. But even in, his, in, in the year that we won the um, World Series, he had... Nine games, seven saves, nine and a third. But, I mean, six hits and one run. Over pretty much one full game of innings. Yeah. Like, when you're supposed to be getting no hits, no runs. Yeah. Like All if... right, I take it back. <laughs> He's not your favorite? Nah. Um. All right, who would be your favorite left fielder? Left fielder? Or should we just do three outfielders that don't need to be specific? Um. All right, we can do that. All right. My favorite outfielders are Shane Victorino, Bryce Harper, Mike Trout. Low-key Trout, sneaky pick, I feel like. Yeah, but he's a Jersey boy. He loves Philly at heart. That, yeah, that's true. And I he's feel like bad a- that he's literally like... Stuck on the Angels? Yeah. And, like, arguably the best best played baseball player of all time. He's just stuck on a team that can't win. Yep. Same with Otani. Yep. The Angels are just cursed, dude. I think that's what it is. Uh, We'll give you the greatest baseball players of all time, but, you know what I mean? You're not going to win any fucking games. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange over there. But those are probably my three. Uh, My three... my. That Bernie Williams is definitely one of my three, just because he was like a huge piece of the dynasty growing up. Um, I think I have to say Aaron Judge after this season, because yeah. of like what he gave me this year, might not ever see that again. Um, and then I'll go Ken Griffey. I like Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, me too. Or no, nope. I take that back. I'm going Ichiro. Gotta go Ichiro. Oh dude. yeah, I like Ichiro. Can Ichiro is iconic. Harper? Yeah, I'll allow it. All right, but I'm keeping Shane Ichiro was one of those like superstars of sports growing up where he was like you saw him on the Wheaties box. He was like in the LeBron James conversation of like popularity growing up. Yeah. For baseball. He was like the face of baseball for a hot minute. And I don't even know if he spoke English. No. And then he came over and played played with the Yankees for two years, dude. That was awesome. Getting to see him in right field, just fucking hit slapping a base hit to left field and getting a single, making a nice catch From on Ichiro right field. Ichiro to like, Aaron Judge. The right field is a fucking <laughs> segue in New York. Yes, not bad. Not too bad. Ichiro to Aaron Judge. I'm going to bet 350, but they're all going to be singles. All right, well, I'm going to bet 200, but I'm going to hit 66 dingers. <laughs> Who hit 200? What did Judge hit this year? 312, my boy. Did he? Yeah, bro. He just missed a triple crown by like a few points. That's pretty solid, 312. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, bro. He had the, one of the greatest seasons of all time. What did he hit last year? 
uh, probably like 286. I don't know. Look it up. I don't know. Look it up. Dude, Aaron Judge is not a power or nothing hitter. That's what people don't get about him. He's fucking Derek Jeter who hits 600 home runs in a season. It's crazy. Really? You think so? Mm-hmm. I bet you his career average is like 285. Or maybe lower. Maybe wow. like 275. Wow. What? His career average. You want to know what it is? Was I close? Very. What is it? 284. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. Oh, man. I need to take a step away, dude. Give some, give this baseball thing a break. I'm just a little too scary for me. Even just pulling that number off the top of my head, I said doo 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 two eighty five. If I had to guess, <laughs> I've seen every fucking game. <laughs> I've seen literally every single one of those at bats. <laughs> yeah, bro. Damn, that's wild. Guess somebody else's career batting average. Uh, all right, name somebody. Um, has to be a Yankee though. Yeah, I mean, I could probably do anybody that if I know them, but Yankees, I'll be more accurate for sure. Um, let's do uh, who's like your old first baseman, Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt. Oh, I'm gonna say his. Are you just doing his career or career with the Yanks? Career. Career. I'm gonna say like two twenty-seven. No, it's probably higher than that. I'm gonna say like two two thirty five. I'll say he was two twenty six this year. What the fuck? But his career is two fifty four. Oh, okay, yeah, I forgot. Like he, he had was like good, that and that's why year. the Yankees got him. Yeah, he had that one year for us where he went nuts. Give me no. Um, give me someone that's. Give me somebody that's like, like ten years ago. On the Yanks. All right. What about black bald outfielder? Aaron Hicks? No, nah, I was thinking older than him. Bernie Williams? No, nah, let me do Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks? Oh, this is going to be tough, dude, because he's like this fucking whoop, 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 whoop every year. Um, I'm going to say Aaron Hicks has a career. Two forty nine, two thirty one. But that's pretty close, ah, dude. Damn, damn. I was gonna say two thirty five, but I mean, this year was just abysmal for him. I think he batted like two oh nine or something this year. Oh, he's still playing. What about like he was two sixteen this year? What about older than that? Who was like the black balled outfielder before Aaron Hicks? The center field. I mean Brett Gardner, but he wasn't black. Nah, not Brett Gardner. Before that was Bernie, I think. All right, what do you think Bernie hit? Ooh, Bernie, he was a solid hitter. I want to say, like, and he was also playing in the era where batting averages were just naturally higher. Um, I'm going to say Bernie was a career 291. 297. Damn, all right. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not bad. What do you think Jeter was? Last one. Uh, I'm going to say 305 or 304. 301, maybe. 310. 310. Damn. Yeah. All right. So I'm like within, yeah, I'm like within 10 points of most, most guesses for like, for the big, big names. You're within 10. Yeah. 
But what even like Aaron Hicks, you were within twenty, I think. Or no, no, Luke Voigt, you were within Luke twenty. Voigt. And also, like I haven't thought about Luke Voigt since he left the Yanks. I didn't watch a single yeah. at bat of him in San Diego this year, unless it was just like on TV. But not bad. Um, let's talk about uh, sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. And me. Let's talk about the birds. Oh, birds. Yeah, baby. And you know, <laughs> I thought you were gonna play the thing. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I didn't even have. I didn't even have it up. You want me to play the thing? Oh, I, I, can, I can play. play I guess we have thing. to, right? You know what I mean? Okay, you play it. I don't. I can't find it. <laughs> I just love the lady. Giving him hell in the background. <laughs> Thinking she's getting any... Like, does that lady honestly think her words are going into this guy's ear and he's, like, comprehending what she's all saying? All he can hear is fucking go birds. <laughs> yeah, and all dude. he can see is fucking little logos of eagles in his brain. <laughs> yep. Or just the sky, because he's just looking up. He's and- fucking <laughs> dreaming of touchdowns. Nick Foles' giant cock. <laughs> Yeah, big dicks and touchdowns. <laughs> big mm. dicks next, touchdowns, and Vikings, see you later. What do I want to be you later? Um, dude, we are we haven't lost a game yet, so you know what I mean? That's pretty good. Business per usual. Um, A lot of people want to hate on our record when really, like, it's like we've played, We you think that we've played bad teams, but we really haven't. Like, the Lions, okay, they're not a good team, but they put up 35. Like, we put up 38. Like, we still balled out, right? Right. Like, right. probably should have been 38 to 7 or 10, but it wasn't, you know, and we still persevered. And then we had Washington, right? And it's like, okay, it's Washington. They're 4 and 5. They almost are 5 and 4. They almost beat the Vikings this week. And then you have the Vikings, and people are like, oh, but it was primetime Kirk. And you're like, okay, miss That's me with not that an bullshit. excuse, though, dude. I hate when um, people use Like, there's no factual, yeah. like, actual, like, there's just nothing behind that like argument, like primetime Kirk. Uh, like you think he goes out there and it's like because it's prime time he plays bad. It's a fucking coincidence. Yeah. Um, and then who do we have after them? It was the Packers. Oh no, the Jags. And it's like the Jags were hot until they played us. Right. And then we beat the Cardinals. And I go Cardinals without D Hop. Whatever, dude. You can miss me with that too because they're one and two with D Hop. So that doesn't. There's just the Cardinals. Right. Who are a solid team. And then it's the Cowboys. And you're like, oh, the Cowboys with Cooper Rush. Divisional game, right? Like, they're always going to be close like that. And coming into this game, everybody thought, like, not everybody, but a bunch of people thought the Cowboys were going to win. And they were talking about how great the Cowboys' defense was. And the Birds were finally going to see a real defense for the first time. This will be the best defense we've seen by a mile. And how Cooper Rush was undefeated as a starter up to that point. Undefeated as a starter. Yeah, Yeah. so they were sucking his cock before they played us. (laughs) Yeah. He, and then they're like, oh, it's Cooper Rush. And then Steelers are ass. Texans, not so great. Um, but, like, it's, it's still I, football. I, I just dismiss <clears throat> the argument of, oh, you haven't played anybody good yet, like, so you're not really 8-0. But it's like, no. what do you want us to do? Go out and, like, lose those games? Like, we're a good football team wins all of those games, and we've won all of those games. So, you yeah. know what I mean, dude? Like, it's not like we're getting fucking peewee games every year or every week where it's we're, we're playing the lines every week like i'm saying the vikings in prime time was a big game they've only lost one game so far this year 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're a good team, dude. Yeah. They beat them, beat the Cowboys. Like there's been some good wins in that stretch of eight games. And honestly, it's like we could win the perfect, we could have a perfect season this year, regular season wise. And that argument would still come up because it's like, that's the schedule we were given. Like it just yep. happened to be that a lot of teams in that schedule the, aren't good this year. We get the Packers later. We go, the Packers aren't the same Packers. Um, right. Which is what I've been saying, which I mean, they're not. You see Lil Wayne said that they should, they should have got rid of Aaron Rodgers. Lil Wayne said that. Yeah. He tweeted something like, Oh, the season is over. Should have got rid of 12 before the season. I mean, I think he would have. I think Aaron Rodgers definitely would have uh, been off, been better off in a different atmosphere because the Packers are just a shit show right now, dude. And even yeah. with their draft this year, people were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But yep. Um, I mean, that's how they always are in the draft. They're they're fucking dumb. They're bad. Um, coming up, the birds. I don't even know who we play this week, but I know we have the Titans coming up, and that game scares me. I think the Titans game might be the uh, strongest game of the rest of the year, dude. Yeah, that game's going to be tough, dude. Derrick Henry's a beast. Derrick Henry leads the league in rushing yards right now. And I got a preseason bet on him. I was going to say, didn't you bet on him? That's fire. Yes, I did. Um, The only thing with them... Go ahead. He just took the lead this week. I don't think he was at the top of the league before this week. And he's already had his bye, so stay healthy and keep being a beast. Dude, and I saw a stat today that says that the Titans have the easy, the third easiest running back schedule for the remainder of the year. So he's going to be fucking eaten if he stays healthy. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, but my whole thing is back to like the Titans Birds game, dude. If they if the Titans have this like, like Brian Tannehill's not fully healthy, Malik Willis is playing in and out. Like I feel like as long as we can stop the run game, like the Titans don't scare me at all in the slightest bit. Literally, their only threat is Derrick Henry. And we yeah. have a pretty solid run Henry's, defense, so it's been a little questionable. Derrick Henry's a beast. Damian Pierce had a day. Yeah, Damian Pierce was running all over us, dude. He was just so like Derrick Henry can do the same thing. Yeah, that's true. We need Jordan Davis back. Yeah, but he's gonna be out for a minute. Yeah, dude, I'm so upset. Why we play on Monday night this week? Oh, I saw that today when I was looking at my fantasy bullshit it's, we got yeah. the Cal- we got the washington commanders we play them on monday night i'm so pissed i'm gonna be driving during the game i'm not gonna be able to watch any of it oh uh, coming back from myrtle yeah are you, I, I, are you leaving tomorrow yeah tomorrow morning oh nice nice um but yeah i'm leaving myrtle monday after we play golf i think we're gonna get like uh like an early tea time like eight something um and so then just leave be, when you're done yeah try to be out there by like one or two Probably go back to the fucking Airbnb and try to take a shower because I don't want to be driving with swamp ass the whole ride home. Facts. Um, My ass cheeks would be chafed up. Blah. That's the worst, dude. It used to happen to me like when we would get on the bus after like an away soccer game in high yep. school. Yep. And you'd just be like sitting in like your cold sweat and the air conditioner on the bus is just beaming down on you. And you're just like, dude, I'm going to be chafing so bad when I have to get off this bus. Yep. <laughs> it was the worst. Um. Yeah, dude, so I played a round of golf this past weekend, mm-hmm. and the course I played, I know I was telling you about this earlier, but for our listeners, our, the course that I've, I found and played was perfect, bro. Like, never in my life have I considered getting a golf membership anywhere, because I'm just like, oh, I'll just go to a bunch of different courses and play, but I, it was like 10 minutes from the house. You know that bridge that you take that comes into Wilmington? Mm-hmm. Go right over that bridge, which is like 
half a mile from our house, go right over that bridge, go straight for like another five minutes and bang a right. And it's right there. And it's like, it's a public course, but also obviously has private memberships too. Yeah. And it's so nice, dude. It's the perfect course to where it's like, it's cha- It's challenging. Like, it's like, I have to think about a lot of my shots and actually have to play like smart golf. I can't just go up to the tee box and be like, Oh, I'll find the fairway. Like, yeah, I would say probably five or six of the holes that weren't par threes. I was hitting iron off the fairway because they were either like hard dog legs or like somewhere where I had to set up my shot to get over water or like bunkers and stuff. So it was yeah. like a lot of fun in that aspect. Um, and it was like obviously close to the house. So like that's probably going to be Perfect. my new spot to golf all the time. Um, but like a lot of the, a lot of the holes were fun because there was this par three that was like an Island green where you came on, like drove onto the backside of it. And that was the only way to get onto the green. There were just mm-hmm. like a bunch of like different like <clears throat> variation of holes as to where and like some of the ones we played in Myrtle a lot of the times or like even the one other ones around here are just like basic. Um, yeah, and it was I'm fun because to see it was where I'm hard. But it was, dude. I was getting so mad. I didn't shoot. I didn't end up shooting that bad. I shot a ninety-five, but um, like I was just getting so mad. And Maggie was like, "Well, dude, you've never played here, so like obviously like there's, it's going to be tough for your first gun." I was like, "Yeah, you're right." Like. Maybe the next time I come through here and I'll know how to like how the course rolls and how the greens roll and I'll be able to score better. But I'm yeah, just excited that I found one that's close enough. I don't have to drive 35 minutes to go play golf anymore. It's nice. Yeah, I shot a 94, right? Yeah, I remember you texting me that, and I was like, yeah. right as I was coming off the course, I was like, "You motherfucker, you got me by a stroke." Yeah, I shot ninety four. That's a great way to end the fucking my last round before a trip to Myrtle. Yeah, ninety four is not a bad day, dude. That's like one hole where you really kind of fuck up, and it kind of ruins your score. But yeah, we're playing Friday. We're playing Hackler if we can because it's supposed to storm. So I don't know. I'm not sure we're That's playing true. Saturday. And then Monday we're playing um, Myrtle Beach National. We're playing Gambler. Is that that's on the North Kings North? I, uh, think, I don't know. I think Gambler the Gambler holds on the Kings North or West. I don't know. Actually, I don't think it's on West. I'm pretty sure it's Kings North. How many fucking courses do they have? Three. I'm pretty sure it's either two or three. I know there's Kings North, Myrtle Beach, West Course, and then South and Creek and South Creek. Yep. So which one's the Gambler? I think it's it's either North Kings North or South Creek. It's not West because we play West the most, or like the group of guys that Jake and I play with, we play West yeah. like almost every week. So standout holes are the sixth, which is the Gambler, and the twelfth. And then a par three and eleven with an island green. Oh yeah, that island green hole is fun too. I remember that yeah. one. It's short too, so it's not like you have to fucking swing out of your shoes and hope you when hit the island green. When we played it, I put my ball straight into the water, and we were getting beers from the cart girl. So there was a group behind us, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to take another one because there's just going to be another ball in the water." <laughs> Dude, it's so funny that you say that. We pulled up to the one island green hole on last weekend at the course I played. And there was two guys and a girl that were ahead of us. We were waiting for them on the tee box. And one of the guys like got in his cart and pulled up to me. And he was like, hey, you guys can play through because we're teaching her how to play. We don't want to hold you up. I was like, all right, dude, thanks. Like, I appreciate it. Stepped up to the tee box with like my pitching wedge, dude. It was like 136 yards or something like that. 
Well, I, dude, on an island green, I mishit it. Like I, I kind of topped it a little bit, but I just landed it probably five feet from the hole, and the the green went like straight, and on the backside had kind of a hill, so it like rolled up the hill and kind of rolled back a little bit down towards the hole. And I was like, oh fuck, that was dope. Get in my car and drive by, and the guy that like told me I could play through turned around and goes. Dude, that was fucking sick. I was like, thanks, man. Couldn't do that again if I tried. <laughs> no, that was literally accidental. I didn't even hit yep, that clean. Didn't even mean to hit it that clean or that bad, but like it's just completely just golf gods just saying, here you go, bud. And I was like, yeah. Here you go. Yeah. We'll see. I hope I go low this weekend. Um, What do you guys got planned for Sunday? I don't know. I think we're just going to try to go find a bar. Watch some football at? Yeah. Word. I think uh, I might come down Sunday morning, and then Jake and I might go golf with Dylan and Paul and Austin if he wants in. But I think after that, like I might come see where you guys are chilling at and come watch some football before I go home. I think you should. I wish the birds – see, here's the thing. If the birds were the Sunday night game, I'd be so fine with that because I'd be like, all right, bet. Like I'm with my boys. I'm going to get drunk and watch the birds. Yeah. Yeah, Monday night game sucks, dude. It's good for every other week except for this weekend because you're not home. Yeah. I don't really like the Monday night games either. Like, I don't really want to be nah, up that late. Unless it's like, oh, yeah, dude, unless it's like a very good game or like something that I'm super interested in, like a Birds game, then I usually don't watch them. But Yeah. Or I'll watch like it until halftime or I'll turn it on at halftime while I'm playing COD or some shit. Flyers been doing well. Yeah? Yeah, they won last night 5-1. I watched that game. Um, I want to see what the NHL standings are. Let me let me see what we got here. Oh, man. Flyers are fourth in the Metro. What's the record? Seven wins, three losses, and two overtime losses. Seven wins and two losses and two overtime losses? Three and two. Three and two? That's yeah, not too seven, bad. three and two. That's not a no, bad start. The Devils are 10, three and oh. Damn. Weren't the Devils like pretty bad like the like recently? I feel like they've been solid, but they haven't been good. The bottom half of the me- so the top half of the Metro is Devils, Islanders, Hurricanes, Flyers, and the bottom half is Rangers, Caps, Penguins, and Blue Jackets. Damn, I feel like it it flip-flopped from last year. Yeah. The Hurricanes were good last year, too. Yeah, that's true. They were in the playoffs, right? For the first round. Rangers, Capitals, Penguins, like... Get your shit together. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Or don't feel like you have to, because, you know, I like seeing the Fly Guys win. Yeah, me too. I like like Um, when the Fly Guys win. Real quick, when we were at uh, Trivia on Monday night the last category that we get. So there's four categories. The fourth one every week is like a picture category. So you get like a sheet of paper with a bunch of like 10 random pictures on it. And sometimes they're like celebrities named like that start with letter J or something like that. And this week's was um, sports teams, mascots in the MLB and NFL. And you could give us the team name and the mascot name for an extra point. And um, so like Caleb and I were just like, before the, the game started, we're looking up like MLB mascots. Cause they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't think of a mascot when I think of baseball, but I was like, I know for a fact Philly Fanatic is going to be on there because yeah. he's just like the be- the best baseball mascot ever. 
Um, and I was just like looking at a bunch of the other ones, dude. I want to meet the people that name these motherfuckers because they're so creative, bro. It's so funny. Like even some of the NFL team mascots were awesome, dude. Like the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers mascot. Do you know his name? Nah. It's Steely McBeam. <laughs> How good is that, bro? McBeam. Yeah, Steely McBeam. <laughs> That's dude, awesome, tell me, dude. tell Waldo me that's named not, that guy. Bro, I was gonna dude. say, dude, tell me that's not just Waldo off a of Jeep. Like name yeah, that guy. That is <laughs> Waldo off a of Jeep. I'm playing on his Madden. He's like, yo, I'm changing the mascot's name to Steely McBeam. <laughs> dude, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You know that kid's fucking getting zooted, and he's he's going through and he's updating every single piece of his franchise that he can. Right, he's like and the then GM he's not mode. playing a he's single updating, game. He's updating the stadium. He's doing a fucking draft like from scratch and then he gets he gets one game and he's like i don't fucking like this team <laughs> yeah dude yeah. oh that made me think of that like i was my whole point of that story was steely mcbeam and how like that would be like a high guy waldo name like for for a mascot dude that, that's yeah. so funny oh that's man. awesome so what yeah. were the trivia guys um so philly fanatic was on there um pat the patriot for the patriots obviously um the atlanta braves one that's not chop. yeah it was chop but they have blooper too right i don't know um yeah they have like i didn't realize but a bunch of teams have two two different mascots um Miss, mr met was on there um the red sox mascot i think his name is like something something like high wall oh I he's forget. like a wannabe fanatic yeah, yeah. Or it's like, have you seen the Astros mascot? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's the same fucking guy, just with a Red Sox jersey on. Same guy. Interesting. Um, the Cowboys, which is just like the obviously like the cowboy guy with the big yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah, with the big hat. Um, what else? What's was his there? name? Um, I forget something. Bitch ass piece of shit, little boy. Boy. Probably that sounds about right. Um, who else was there? Oh, the uh, Padres guy was just like a chicken. Like it was a it was a Chanticleer looking guy, but it was just a regular like orange and blue chicken. Interesting. I forget. I forget I his name. No, me neither. And we were sitting there, and I was trying to think. We were like, couldn't think of the like what team it was. We didn't know if it was baseball or uh, NFL. And I looked at Maggie. I was like, those are the Padres colors. I bet you that's the Padres mascot or whatever. But we ended up putting something else because we just didn't know. And I wasn't yeah. like, I didn't have any faith in that answer. I was just like, oh, it kind of looks like the Padres. And then yeah. at the end of the round, he read out, I was like, San Diego Padres, the chicken guy or whatever his name was. I was like, oh, motherfucker. Like, it should have said that. But, um, Crispy McChicken. <laughs> Crispy McChicken. <laughs> his name's actually Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh, dude, that Jack Daniels, like, sales guy was sponsoring the trivia night that night. They they do it randomly where, like, this guy, like, that sells drinks to the bar will come in and, like, sponsor and they'll give you, like, free shooters or whatever. And he's, like, giving us a whole spiel about, like, this drink or, like, this type of Jack Daniels whiskey. And he was, like, we have bucket, like, these bucket drinks available for anyone. They're, they're free. Just let me know if you want one. Like, let me get a head count. So he came over to our table and was like, who wants one? And I was like, what is it? He was just like, it's like a pomegranate Jack Daniels whiskey drink, but it's like in a bucket, like a smaller chicken bucket from Yankee Stadium. Right. And I was like, I was like, they're free? He was like, yeah, we're just, it's just like a promotion thing we're doing. So like you get a bucket with a bandana tied around it and a free drink. And I was like, all right, yeah, like, well, I don't want to know why I would say no to that. Let me get one. 
don't even like whiskey, but I'll drink it. And I got it, and I I knew why they were free because it tastes like juice. There was like fucking no alcohol in it, basically. Yeah, I this whole bucket drink and didn't even feel a single buzz. But it you was just dope. I got sugar a, sugar rush. It, pretty much, I was like, dude, I ordered. We don't. I don't usually drink on trivia nights anyway because we're not there for that long. But like sometimes I'll get a beer or two if I'm feeling myself. But I usually just get like a water and a coke. And um, we always eat dinner before we go, so we never get any food. So I went from drinking like half a Coke to this giant sugary bucket. And I was like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, I'm not sleeping tonight. Going to be bouncing off the fucking walls when I get home. That's why your back's all fucked up. You're bouncing off walls. <laughs> My back was already fucked up. So I was like, all right, well, I'm. there's no helping me now. <laughs> Maybe this back whiskey will help, will help it. Yeah. And then you got did. no whiskey. <laughs> there was no whiskey. It was just juice with sugar and ice in a bucket. More use? You want more you use like, in your bucket? Would you like more more use for your bucket, sir? Why, thank you. All right, let's go have a great week. Yeah, half a week, I would say. I, I think we should have a whole great week. Oh, yeah, because Tuesday. you're right. You're right. Well, next Wednesday, because we'll be recording next Wednesday. Yeah. You don't want me to have a bad week up until Tuesday and then come into the pod like pissed off like I was today. My fucking concert got canceled, dude. My back hurts. Fuck this shit. Fuck Mango Habanero. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Easy. Oh yeah, relax, Johnny. I think right, you're just, you know, down. you know, misplacing your anger. Don't yeah, put I was it on pretty... the mango habanero sauce. I, you're right. I was pretty you. fired up after seeing my concert got canceled, dude. Because I'm glad I didn't buy the VIP tickets. Remember, I was telling you about that. I was like, yeah, I get the VIP, I get the vinyl, I get to meet them, like get a pick with them. That would be sick. But now I have to wait two to four weeks for my refund, and which was only fifty dollars because tickets were twenty five bucks a piece. But still, I Not was like, bad. oh. Dude, I was so like that was gonna be such a good show because it was gonna be so yeah. small. Yeah, it was gonna be like one of those ones. Maggie and I were planning to get there like super early to explore like that area for the day, and then get in line early so we could get like right up on stage. Would have been sick. Yeah, that would have been dope. But, but glad sorry, he's doing he this thing with Joey in you. Europe, dude. Nah, I want Meech to get like the recognition he deserves. I think he's. I truly think he's like a top five rapper. Um, and he just yeah. isn't like that famous because nobody knows of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like Flatbush are pretty low key, and then even within there, then to like know the guys within Flatbush is like even deeper. Yeah, I yeah. Whenever somebody asks me like who my favorite rapper is, I, I'm just like, dude, I'm like explaining it to you. <laughs> I was just like, oh, Eminem, dude. <laughs> you know that guy. That's funny. Yeah. Most people don't even know J Cole. Like when they ask. Well, that's just because they're fucking stupid. Yeah. I do not know who J. Cole is. Yeah. If you're our age and you listen to rap music and you don't know who J. Cole is, then you don't listen to rap music. That's you don't have to lie about it. Just say you don't listen to rap music. And keep it moving. I won't say I won't tell you I listen to country music and then say I know who like fucking Jason Aldean is or whoever the top country artist is right now. Probably not him. Nah, I wouldn't know. I don't think he was ever the top guy, but he's definitely probably not even top five now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only uh big and rich oh i like Chesney. them too you're naming all good guys that, i'm telling you dude my mom forced me to listen to country music for the first like 10 years of my life and that's why i fucking hate it to this day because it's just not it's just not for me i like Dirk bentley it. he was he was my favorite country artist Dirk bentley yeah who's the he who's was... the other fucker uh luke Bryan, uncle, uncle cracker uncle cracker that's my guy I like uh, the big dude, 
the big rapper dude, Action Bronson. I like him. Oh, I love me some Action Bronson. Dude, I was playing this uh, trivia game on Netflix today, and they had a um, uh, a question that was like, true or false, gazpacho is a Spanish soup. So I was like, the first thing that came to mind was Action Bronson on Logic's news album, where he's like, I'm hotter than a bullet gazpacho. And I was like, oh, soup, true, but it was false. I was like, motherfucker, Action Bronson, you lying to me now? What the fuck what is was that? it? It was true or false. It's just not, I guess no, it's not know, a Spanish but what's, soup. What's gazpacho? I don't know. It doesn't tell you. It just says, up oh, wrong, next question. Oh, that's dumb. But I, it's a bowl of something. If Action Bronson's tweeting about it, that means a chef. I'm sure he knows. What is gazpacho? It's a soup for sure. Is it Spanish though? Yeah. Originating from the Andalusia region of southern Spain. What gazpacho is dude? traditionally made from a mixture of pureed tomatoes and other ingredients, such as cucumber, sweet bell peppers, onion, garlic, olive oil. So you're telling me I pretty much just got screwed out of this. It's game. like a tomato bisque. Maybe they don't classify it as a soup. Maybe a it's soup? not brothy enough. It's a, it's a bisque. Okay, I could see that. It's like a, it's like a tomato it's soup. Like a thick, but even tomato yeah. soup isn't the same as regular soup. It's like regular soup. Yeah, tomato soup's always thick just because it's tomatoes. No, I think it's I think it's a Spanish soup though. Yeah, that's bullshit because I I said true on that thinking like, oh, actually Bronson hotter than a bowl of gazpacho. Bowl soup hot, gotta be gotta be soup at least. Let me go Spanish, and they said false. That's tough. I think they got you. Yeah, They're it's on, Net- it's on Netflix. Them. Isn't that weird? It's just, I was looking at like Netflix things to watch. Today, and it was like play this trivia game, and it's like you can play one player or two player against somebody else randomly playing trivia games on your Netflix, and you just use your remote to click like top, bottom, left, or right to like select your answer. Interesting. And it's like three rounds in three minutes. See how see how many you can get. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I it, my parents had my attention this game, for about ten minutes. My parents play this game on the Alexa. It's like a song quiz thing, and you play against somebody else or other people. Like multiplayer. It's so it's like we play on like one Alexa, right? Like out right. by the fire, we'll play on one Alexa, and it'll like play a little bit of a song, and then we gotta just like the um the beat, none of the words. And then we got to guess what it is within like 10 or 15 seconds, right? And somebody else, some uh, somewhere else, they're playing and they're playing against us. Oh, it's the same question for both people? Yeah. yeah oh, that's yeah. cool. That's dope. Yeah. And then you get to see like which ones they're getting right and which ones they're getting wrong. Like it tells you like the score after every round and how the other team did. Oh, Amazon just drops, drops an Alexa mic where you can talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you fuckers didn't know that one, assholes. Idiot boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you guys have a great week. Go uh, make somebody smile and give someone a big old kiss. Not me, but somebody else. Smooches. <laughs>